Hello and welcome to this weekend edition of Pop Salsa. There you go. Sorry, it's been a while since I, I've done an intro. Uh, I'm your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good friend, Ernesto. Hello. Thought you weren't going to do the friend. Yeah, I, yeah, I just you went back to... want to redo your persona. <laughs> I'm Ernesto. How would I do that? Like, think, Restart Hello. your persona, or just no, introduce. Just, yeah. Just, hey, what's up? Oh, just, yeah, that's true. You know, just, just something. What's this for? Oh, you try. I mean, yeah, you... Oh, we, yeah, it's gonna show up. <laughs> we're we're trying uh, these uh, noise reduction methods, and er- Ernesto found uh, some styrofoam. Yeah, you could hear that. You could see it clearly. Oh, dang some, it! Look, what look like styrofoam? Um, fucking what are these called? Uh, coasters. Coasters. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, my mind is it's all foggy. These styrofoam coasters to like to help for noise mitigation, but they're not working. Well, it's not that they're not working. Is that if you're actively uh, just banging around the, the microphone, it's going to pick up. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> you feel like we would have gotten this shit down before we started recording, but we're professional. <laughs> uh, man, so what's, uh, what's what you've been up to this past week? Uh, not much. Just playing games when what I get a chance. Playing? Forbidden West. Forbidden yeah, West. Yeah, it's like an open world post-apocalyptic game so like any other game that's coming yeah, out <laughs> pretty yeah. much yeah i uh, want to play elden ring i've seen a lot of stuff going around elden ring yeah i would pay no attention <laughs> i'm still trying to figure out like on my on my ps5 like what's going on with the the playstation now games no <laughs> yeah playstation plus now whichever one it is yeah they're gonna merge them well, yeah but when are they gonna yeah, merge I them i have no idea they should be it should be soon i hope Right. I hope that once they merge, I don't have to pay another subscription fee because yeah. that would be bullshit. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm feeling like I finished God of War already. God of War, the 2018. What did you think? It's Remember, amazing. I gave it a 10 when yeah. you first started. You didn't have all this yeah, fancy stuff. A, I don't have my own apartment. <laughs> yeah. um, it was dope. Yeah. It was really dope. Yeah. I like that um, being a traditionalist for the God of War. You know, I played them back in 2005 when the first one came out. 2007, I think, when the second one. In 2010, on the PS3, when the, when the third one came out. And it's very set in the narrative. Mm. There really isn't a lot of, like, um, aside from, like, story, there really aren't a lot of, like, side quests and stuff like that you could do. But this one, it just expanded in 2018. Just expanded the, the whole immersive gameplay to it. It made it so, so much more interesting. Yeah, it's, it's very cinematic. Oh, extremely. Especially, especially where the original God of Wars, it's kind of like, it pulls back. Mm-hmm. I remember there's a scene where you, I think you're, I don't know, you were moving a god's head or legs or something yeah. like that. And then in the background, you see like a griffin or some sort of monster kind of like tricks your eye and then Kratos doesn't see him. But this one, it's very, very traditionalist in terms of narrative. Yeah. Very zoomed in, very close up. Yeah, the only thing I was I was missing was that you know, like in the first three, you could bang, <laughs> and you got red orbs. <laughs> well, you have it. You were married. You're a married man. Now. Well, not anymore. He's <laughs> that, a widow. That's, Come on. That's true. Maybe in Ragnarok. Perhaps. Yeah, the trailer for Ragnarok looks crazy, insane. Like, how much more are you gonna expand this world already? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like. It's, it feels like it's going back to form, too, because uh-huh. he's going to go against Norse, the Norse gods yeah. right, at some point. So it feels like it's going back to... Kind of have to. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see like how they changed Midgard from you know this ocean, essentially a giant lake, mm-hmm. the Lake of Nine, I guess. Yeah, lake, and yeah. now it's all frozen, and you're traveling on uh, pull like being pulled by dogs, which is fucking dope. Yeah. Aside from boating, because boating is pretty boring. Oh, I, I like the boating. Really? Yeah, I like the boating. Uh, it's it's a chance to cool down for me because the mm-hmm. battle's usually like, oh my gosh, we're fighting, and then now it's like, yeah, let's just talk about your life. There's nothing like that. Talk about what you think about. That's true. That's on. true. You get you do get a lot of lore from uh, Mermere. Surprising. Surprising. Lore. Yeah, it's yeah. actually how they do it. Usually in games where you go to a cutscene, they cut off. And yeah. Then, but here, there's a cutscene. They cut, it cuts them off, and then like, okay, what was I saying? And then you start talking about it more. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I would give it. I'm right there with you. A ten. It's, yeah. It's really good. It's it's really good. The gameplay. The the um, the the game dynamics and the story and all that stuff is really like I, I want to say it blew me away because mm-hmm. I, I saw it like I went online and said gameplays and stuff like that so I knew I already knew the, the story but playing it firsthand it was it's, yeah something else yeah something yeah. else it's, yeah. holy shit it was so good I think um, it won game of the year it was that and uh, 2018 yeah uh, it was that one and uh, Red Dead Red, I think Red Dead yeah Red Dead Redemption 2 they won head to head for game of the year yeah for game of the year and God of War won because uh, no, no, well, <laughs> it's better. It, it's more focused and nuanced than Red Dead, where it's an open world and you can like you have to discover the stories. But here, it's it's a straight up linear narrative. Just... See, but I I kind of like the the whole thing with Red Dead, where it's mm-hmm. like it, it is more of like the Fallout. Yeah, where you could just go wander around and then discover your discover like side quests and stuff like that. Where here in God of War, you mm-hmm. could do that still, but it kind of feels like you have to do it. Yeah, like if you're if you're if you want to defeat like all the Valkyries and stuff like that, you're not gonna do it at level two or level three, yeah. regardless of what <laughs> of what um what level you are. But having to play the the side quests and stuff like that that allows you to upgrade your we- your weapons, your skills, and your armor for that when you do later go on and, and fight all the Valkyries or 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 even defeat Bal- Balder at the end. Yeah, yeah, the, Kinda, the sun. Yeah, because he switches out on you. Yeah. He, he first you could hit him with the axe, but then you could only hit him with the blades of chaos. Or yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of uh, pretty interesting news coming this weekend. Yeah. Well, this week, you know, yeah. post Batman, <laughs> the fall, the the fallout from that at DC has has emerged. Right. Yeah. Good or bad? Do you think? Uh, I'm on the fence. On the fence. I'm on the fence because on one they have seen what happens when they follow the trend. With the original Snyderverse, right? Mm-hmm. The Snyderverse was the one that was trying to capture Nolan's version of DC failing. Failing. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Like here... Well, mm. well, Nolan was producer on Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. And I think he was producer on Batman vs. Superman. So he had some some so, sense of direction. Uh-huh. I don't know how it just <laughs> flew off the rails and... You know, he just came in, punched in a card, <laughs> like, all right, time to get earn my... Trying to earn my money. By seventeen fifty or something <laughs> like <hour>. that. <laughs> but yeah, they have an example of it, and but you know they can always mess it up and just overcorrect mm-hmm. and make it exactly like the Batman, where it's it's even more grounded, even more weird. Yeah, which is, it's interesting to see that the the big news coming out of DC was that a lot of the 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 movie the was it year of DC <laughs> the world of heroes that was all bullshit because they pushed back a whole bunch of their movies. Like, they, it was originally slated for, um, 
Black Adam, Sh- not Shazam, because Shazam was supposed to be next year. Yeah, and they, the Flash, they Aquaman, Batman, right? Those four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they push back uh, Aquaman and the Flash to early to mid twenty twenty three. Yeah, they moved up Shazam to later this year, to yeah. December this year, and then uh, was it Super? Dogs? No, Super Pets? Oh, Super Pets. <laughs> super right, yeah. I was super like, what pets. the heck? Yeah, and that's... Uh... Replaced Black Adam. Uh, <laughs> original release date, and Black Adam moved to the October. I was just like, wait, what? Super Pets with, uh, right, Superman is in it, with Crypto. And um, fucking Keanu Reeves Keanu plays w- Batman. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to get used to. It's going to need me to get used to. At this point, would you want to cast, let's say, like, Will Arnett, since he's Batman in Mm. the Lego? Or, like, Diedrich Bader, because he's done Batman, Brave the Bold, and other iterations of Batman. Or even Kevin Conroy, since it is an animated movie. Yeah, but he's retired, isn't he? Isn't he and uh, Mark Hamill? <laughs> like back up retired, <laughs> back up another fucking trunk full of money in their driveway. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I don't know who voices Superman. Is it the same person who I forget? Is I'm so Dean sorry. Kane. Yeah, that's Kane. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Let's see, cast Super Pets. The DC League is Super. All right, we got Dwayne Johnson is Crypto. Oh, John Krasinski, Superman. Oh, hmm. Keanu Reeves is Batman. So it's a pretty all-star cast. Pretty. Well, I mean, you have Keanu, and then you said, what, The Rock is crypto? The Rock is crypto. Is, Kevin and, Hart's in it, but doesn't say what. Uh, John Krasinski is Superman. Kevin Conroy. Wait, wait, wait. Kevin Conroy's in it, but what is he in it? Is it Jim? Jim. It's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, Diego Luna, Ben Schwartz, Kate McKinnon. So it is pretty oh, like stacked. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is pretty it's stacked. Probably Lana. Lana. Uh, Lois, sorry. Lois. Lois. <laughs> uh, Kevin Hart doing. That's another rock in Kevin Hart. Kevin movie. Hart, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's Ace, the Bad Hound. Really, Kevin Hart? I don't see it. Oh, so he's the. Oh, that's so fitting, because they they have opposites. So he's the opposite. He's uh the Ace. The yeah. Yeah, but like Ace was always portrayed like the stoic. You know, but not Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart isn't. Oh, uh, well, the trailer! I it's didn't even know. Ball. I didn't know that was Kevin Hart for the trailer. Oh, I gotta watch the trailer then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the trailer, it didn't sound like him. Even even uh, even Crypto didn't sound like him, huh? Hmm. So we got Dwayne Johnson as Crypto, Kevin Hart right. as Ace, Vanessa Bayer as BP or PB, uh, Natasha Leone as Mertron, uh, Diego Luna as Chip. John Krasinski as Superman. Superman. Oh, Mark okay. Maron as Lex Luthor. Oh Kate McKinnon is unspecified. Keanu Reeves is the Batman. Dasha Polanco. This is it's as such Green Lantern. It's a, doing a, a female Green Lantern. Oh, the one, the recent one. The the with the star right. on her eye. Yeah. What's her name? Right. Starface. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has the the lantern in her eye or something. Yeah, like, some yeah, I haven't watched. Which makes her like either. super more, a lot more powerful. Her network existed or some shit. Right? <laughs> it existed. Like, who would have thought putting the lantern in my eye would make me stronger? <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's it's fun. It's like a weird thing because it's it's on one hand it feels like something that would be VOD. Mm-hmm. Well, on the other hand, there's this cast and it's full of... Well, you look at movies like Secret Life of Pets. Oh, well, that's Secret Life of Pets. That's another property. But this is like... Yeah, but it's an animated adjacent. film. That's true. If you're based it on animated... But this is, seems like like Super Friends. 
You know, yeah, the DC very, Super Friends, right? Very, very, and with pets. <laughs> very much so, DC Super Friends. Yeah. But it, it is an interesting, because, like, even though the pets from the superheroes have never really been, like, that big mm-hmm. of a plot point or of a story arc and stuff like that in comics or in live-action films, I do remember, like, there was this one DC animated crypto tv show yeah is it called crypto probably the super dog probably <laughs> sounds yeah about sounds right. about right how would the, do you know crypto lore or story he, he's just it was a dog that and I, I feel like i, I kind of remember that his cape uh-huh. was superman's as blanket as a baby okay that sounds about right right <laughs> how is it a super dog just another is it like a kryptonian yeah it's a, it was another kryptonian that escaped how does it know to hold back i'm not i'm not trying to poke holes but it's just an interesting fun just idea let it be because <laughs> ace i know yeah right? I, I know the bad family like he yeah. came in and even alfred like had trouble raising him and then he eventually became yeah he's the bad hound yeah so I know that. Yeah. But <laughs> um yeah, I don't I don't I'm not too well versed in the the whole crypto lore and <laughs> the crypto codex. <laughs> yeah, the crypto. Like how did it happen? All right, we got Man of Steel, the codex. <laughs> all that has all the DNA of all the Kryptonians from here to like the end of time or whatever. But they live in in uh, Superman. So where does Doc come in? The <laughs> little chunk of the the codex fell off and <laughs> I want to know how they pitched well, it would make sense like in the fifties, forties, right? Yeah. Now, what would be cool if Superman had a pet and had yeah. the same powers? Yeah. Well, a lot of these these characters, like these secondary or tertiary characters in in the comic books, came from like a as a response to something. Mm-hmm. You know, like Batgirl. Batgirl was she was created in the sixty six Bat- Batman TV show because they wanted a, another female you know character in 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 the show, mm-hmm. and they created Batgirl. Mm. You know, um, Harley Quinn. He well, the animated. Yeah, the, the from T- the animated. She, they wanted a uh, a female like love interest. I guess you could say for the Joker and the creator Harley Quinn. Yeah. So um, Arlene Sorkin's from what from Saturday Night Live or something. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm pretty sure that the dogs were created as like some backlash or like a response to something. No, no, in like pets. the 70s or some <laughs> shit. After like some Nixon and JFK debate or something, they showed the dogs. And oh, like, oh. <laughs> oh my god! And is it a? Re- do you think it's a response to what is Nixon's dog? Checkers. Checkers. <laughs> is, it, is it a response? Like they're in a, Checkers is getting a lot of heat. We should have dogs in our. Probably it was probably some like that. some focus group. Like Checkers, the, come over here, Checkers. In the fifties and shit like that. <laughs> Watch it be like some some super dark and ancient, like super fucked up history though of why the dogs came to into the superheroes' lives. <laughs> <laughs> so why doesn't Marvel have pets? They're it's too cool. Oh no, man! I would love Marvel to have uh, an Iron Man corgi or something. <laughs> corgi, corgi, right? <laughs> this flying potato, or uh, <laughs> Fly, a Black Widow blue. would have like a skinny cat that was the ones with no fur. No, but then you already, you already got Catwoman. So you're gonna make her more, more look like Catwoman. Oh, that's true. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a, a, a tarantula. Does, oh, man, does it have to? A spider? That's yeah, true. Yeah, it's a black widow. What's yeah. your name? That's you <laughs> so edgy. Uh, um, no, I was going to say, the, what's a... Hawkeye. Uh, it's like it's an a eagle, bird. A bird? Yeah. Oh. It's a pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> what would Captain America's? Something, what's an American dog? 
Uh, Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. Does that seem like Captain America? Golden Retriever? Probably. Uh, this doesn't yeah. seem like the friendliest one. I was, was going to say like a German, a German <laughs> Shepherd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that would be Red Skulls. Like this, yeah. <laughs> German Shepherd. A Dash Hound. A I da- love mini, mini Dash Hounds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, so we got the movie DC movies. They push back their there's their slate of movies. Uh, speculation? Did you read anything about that or just no? Just that oh uh, reshoots to take advantage of the Batman. Okay, so not to shoehorn in the Batman. Yeah, Batman success into the other movies. Pretty much it's the same with the Doctor Strange. Remember when uh, No Way Home? Uh-huh. Got, like all the success, obviously. Now they're putting in more multiverse character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, we also had that um, a one of Warner Brothers had shared the vision for their vision for DCEU, <laughs> which we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. It's like we've been talking about this for years now, right? Yeah, as even not even what the first year or two uh-huh. Marvel movies are like, wow, this is the same feel to it already. Yeah, it's it's it, so this person I don't know his name, uh, her name, Tob- whichever Toby, Toby Emmerich. Not oh, not yeah, that's right. Something? I remember Emmerich. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, why is it... Dir- oh, it's not. It's not Roland Emmerich. <laughs> not Roland. Basically said he wants, they want to focus on quality over quantity. Oh, Lord. Which, like, you look back ever since they, ever since the, the rise and demise of the, the Zack Snyderverse, you look at the movies that DC has released and they kind of are, you know, pointing towards the quality over quantity. Yeah. Making standalone solo films and then figure out a way to interlock the characters later, you know, after maybe one of them has complete success. <laughs> so you got to shoehorn in, <laughs> shoehorn it in into the other ones. Right. Uh, which is like, okay, we kind of got a sense of this when they announced that um, Martin Scorsese was going to be part of the Joker, even though he ended up not being the Joker. Right. But you could clearly feel his influence. <clears throat> they, uh, they did a Shazam with that one dude. And it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> what is what's this? Oh, jeez, he, he's uh, married. To, he's married to Emily Blunt. Oh. No, he's not. Is he? Because that's, that's John Krasinski. That's John, isn't that? Oh no, they. Oh, dang that's it. Zachary Levi. Okay. I'm talking about the director. Oh, the director. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not. Okay, because they have the same facial structure. Yeah, they're very um, doppelgangers. It's like a variant. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, Dave. David F. Sandberg. Oh. And you could clearly tell that that movie is, is super fun and it might have issues or whatever. I'm sure nobody's, nobody, somebody out there didn't enjoy this movie, but I enjoyed <laughs> it. And you could tell it's fun, you know? Uh, Bam, uh, not Batman, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's always speed bumps. Yeah. yeah especially always. after the first one, how great it was. Yeah, like how do you follow that up? Not right. like how they... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> And then we had uh, Aquaman, which clearly was was really the first one after the fall of the um, Snyderverse, mm-hmm. but was really the first one that you could really tell like they're heading in a new direction. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you look at the Aquaman in BBS and in the Justice League, he's kind of like, you know... Stoic? Maybe? Sto- no, I'm going to say like miserable. Miserable? Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate he, being king. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he was from two worlds, didn't know. Yeah. But then this one, the cracking jokes and being all funny and, you know, taking selfies with the uh, bikers. That's right, yeah. Having <laughs> beer with Boba Fett. Yeah, with his dad. Yeah. And with then, Django Fett and Boba Fett. And Boba Fett. <laughs> and Black Manta. That, that's what sold me. When the Black Manta? Trailer. Yeah, the Black Manta. Yeah. And the one take. 
Yeah, that's true. But yeah. I still feel like the the Black Manta suit could have been redefined a little bit more. Refined. Because I feel like the head was too massive. No, that's how it's supposed to be. I know it's supposed <laughs> to be like that, but it doesn't It doesn't look like... It, it's like, it looks like it's too top-heavy. It, right, right. We talked about it. It doesn't look practical. Yeah. A, lo- exactly. a lot of what he has doesn't look practical, right? Doesn't he have, like, combat gear? Like, how do you reach for that? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Maybe the, in, in the next one, because we do know that uh, Aquaman... Uh, not Aquaman. Black Manta didn't die. That character no. didn't die. So he yeah. is still on, on the table for future movies. So I'm hoping that Black Manta... First gets an honest like his his own honest because in the in the first one it kind of seemed like he was a secondary villain yeah. to more of Battle of the Throne type of shit yeah but now I want him to be have his be the own the sole main villain of a film and then have the the suit more look more practical <laughs> much more redefined you know little, yeah 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 so uh, mm-hmm. but yeah I, I feel like in in a way they are going towards that mm-hmm. but only time could tell yeah I I hope. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that they do because we we like that the DC films are standalones. Yeah, right? you don't need to compete with Marvel, but they feel like they they're given more justice. Mm-hmm. Not because <laughs> it's more foe. You don't have to vent or even more vent. <laughs> you don't have to you know connect it to another movie where you're trying to build one character like Aquaman. Right? Yeah. They didn't really have any callbacks to anything other. Really? It's know. Justice League. Like, yeah, you know. other than Justice League. It, but he did have like, hey, he's had a Skype call with like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Skype call. <clears throat> you guys? Excuse me. Yeah. It's not DC coming up. That Rona still out there. <laughs> no, come, I invite you into my home. Oh, I, I come in with like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you come into my home. <laughs> um, what's another? The, so now there's going to be... The, what, was there always going to be a Batman TV show? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there was the Penguin one, right? Yeah, I the Penguin one for sure. The, yeah. the Penguin one for sure. But I don't remember a Gotham PD one. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember either. Like, yeah. hearing them discuss. But apparently there was there was going to be one. Yeah. But now they've kind of, like, shelved that and focusing more on developing the, the Penguin. And then mm-hmm. another... What was that article saying? Arkham Asylum? Yeah, Arkham? it was going to shift to Arkham Asylum. Right. How's that going to work? Like a procedural in Arkham. <laughs> like another day in it's, Arkham. Um, ER in Arkham. They're <laughs> <laughs> like Clayface. Clayface yeah. has got shanks. That'd be interesting though if they go straight up Oprah. Opera? No, is it? Uh, it's not Oprah. It's um, soap opera. Soap opera. Yeah, soap opera. <laughs> On, on an Arkham Asylum. Like, really just got shagged by the Joker or something. Well, okay, so since it's Arkham, uh-huh. would they introduce Harley Quinn again? A newer one? A newer one? But isn't the Suicide Squad is within? Yeah. Right. But, but this is based off of the... The Batman. The Batman. Oh, so and that's that not technically, ver- yeah. That version. Yeah, it would make sense. You would have... We did see a Joker. Right, so with a... Which is, yeah, with that. Which is kind of disappointing, I gotta say. Really? Yeah, there's there are a lot more interesting villains out there, Batman villains, than just the Joker. Okay, how one that's not connected? That's Mr. Freeze. Know, Mr. Freeze, but are they intimately connected within? There's one side of the same coin sort of deal. Sure, why not? Well, because it's, it's his iconic villain. What do you mean? It, it is, but yeah, what you think it's just overused? I feel like it's overused, and mm. there's already a Joker out there. Oh, he's trying to muddy mm. Joaquin Phoenix. Right, right. Why are you trying to muddy the waters between Jokers? You know, like yeah. what's going to be part of what? Yeah, because this one it's it's on its own, right? It's, yeah, it's a standalone. But then again, you have the Joker, which is another standalone. See, I love what they did with the Riddler. 
they turned him into a psychotic Zodiac killer, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So why not have this reimagining for, you know, Dr. Freeze would be an awesome example. Bane, even Two-Face, mm-hmm. you know, us, and then maybe come back to the Joker. Do you think because they're, you think they'll have more of a common, it's not common way, more concrete origin for the Joker? Would that be a little bit better? Because we don't really know much. No. Right, we just kind of know he's a uh, he's part of society. He's already in. He's raised out of Arkham or in general, right? Yeah. Stuff we've seen in he exists. The, yeah, right? He just he's just there. Right, he's yeah. either a citizen or some sort of a like criminal mastermind. But for this Joker, do you feel it'd be better if it's like inadvertently caused by Batman, like how it is in the was it in the Batman animated series? Was it an animated series where they said that he was Red Hood as a comedian? Yeah, and then he he was became a life like crime. He was like a low level. Right. Uh, gangster, mm-hmm. mobster, and then he fell into the vat of acid. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Because we don't see that. That's a little more, like, grounded. He's yeah. a he's a result of year one Batman. That, see, that's true. That, that is, that's also an interesting take, to, to have the, the, the origin of the Joker be tied in to the Batman, which is what they did in, the, I think it was the 88, no, 89 Batman, right? Mm. With uh, Jack Nicholson. Oh yes, yeah, so yeah. He was like he was <laughs> in, a, in a battle right. with with the with Batman. He fell into the battle of acid. Yeah. So that would be an interesting take, but I still feel like why not do the Two Face? Give him like the main villains, then be in the tertiary villain like Nolan did. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like it's a dick measuring contest. <laughs> yeah. Well, between directors. Really? Because it's like look at what they were talking about before the the Batman came out. I said that they want to top. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Oh the. The Dark Knight trilogy. Right, right. Nolan's verse. Nolan's verse. Yeah. So, okay, so how are you going to top the second one, which is arguably the one of the greatest, not not just movie, comic book movies, but movies of all mm-hmm. time, with an amazing performance by Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. So what are you, you going to do? Are you going to also get another Joker? Which is kind of what you're fe- what I'm feeling. And then the... Gosh, it's been a while. But the second one just had the Joker as the main villain. Right? It was the Joker, and then and at the end Scarecrow? was... Scarecrow was kind of like a villain, but throughout the whole series. <laughs> yeah. But in in the Dark Knight, it was the Joker was the big main, uh-huh. and then he had Harvey Dent, Two Face, okay. at towards the end. Okay, so it was like fifty fifty. Kind Not of even. It was like seventy, like eighty five fifteen. Oh, eighty five. He's like, oh, I'm here by the way. Yeah. Oh, so what if they do they do that, but they have Mister Freeze, or they do something that he breaks out of Arkham and all of the bad guys kind of come up. See, but then you wouldn't Wait, give mm-hmm. the proper do you the, want the villain is proper due. Yeah, like can you imagine in the in in the Batman you have the uh, Riddler. Mm-hmm. He's the main villain throughout the entire film. Like, there's no other villain. Mm-hmm. All right, so well, now yeah, yeah, now let's separate. Now let's you know subtract some some villain time for the Riddler and shoehorn in another villain. Yeah, it's probably, that's what the weird about the Batman is that at the end it felt like it was setting up all these all these <laughs> properties, all these characters. Like, oh, by the way, like the movie's over. Here's our uh, our post credit scene with the the Joker and spoilers in case you haven't. Seen it. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, spoiler. It's been spoiler. a week. Come on. It's been. Get your so, shit together. How how about this? I'll pitch this to you. Mm-hmm. Instead of Joker being a main baddie. Right, have a beat make him be the scarecrow of the second movie. He's influencing all these other people to go towards like he's pulling the strings. Yeah, how about that? So, like, because what they build up with the Riddler is that he's really depressed. He's like, This sucks, you know, who, who I'm gonna get shanked in the ward or something like that. Yeah, but he gets, yeah, he encourages him. Like, yeah, it's, it's just that it sucks what they did to you, like, very manipulative. 
right? And yeah. then how would you have that with other people? Like he, he, Mr. Freeze, right? Mr. Freeze is mourning his wife or something like that. <laughs> and he's like, you should, you know, do something about it. Kind of, you know, we haven't, yeah. have we seen that kind of Joker? Very, like, the, the one that would turn the doctor that's, you know, so talking to him into the partner into Harley Quinn. No, that we, kind of well, Joker. No, we had, didn't really get to see uh, a Joker like that. But at the same time, it's like I like what you're going mm-hmm. to. You're laying out this plan where he's like running in the asylum, essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Falcon, but <laughs> asylum, which is even weirder and creepier because yeah. you have all the those villains, those people who don't really the super villains, right? Yeah, but I feel like. Most of the Batman villains mm-hmm. are not going to let themselves be manipulated by the Joker mm. to that extent. You know? Yeah. Like Riddler, because Riddler's always been joked as like the <laughs> the least scary villain and all that stuff. He's always the butt of the joke. So yeah, he's, he's easily going to be manipulated. Yeah. But like Bane. Bane. Mm. Unless he... He's he, post, post-Venom Bane. Where he's, like, he's kind of like... Uh, he doesn't know. See, I was, I was actually going towards like the Joker you know, infuses his Joker venom into the Bane venom and mm-hmm. gets him hooked on, but gets Bane hooked oh, on his horrible. venom. horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he like... wants, he, like, he has an incentive to keep fighting for the Joker because right. the Joker has the venom for him. Right, yeah. See, because it, it, it's, um, with the Batman we see in Patterson, he doesn't seem like he has too much contingencies, right? No. He kind of is the kind of person that if it affects him, then he reacts to it. Yeah, well, he's still learning. Right, exactly. So what, it would, it, to me, it would make sense if, that Joker makes him create those contingencies because the Joker would be essentially him, but he has contingencies like he's building, like Bane, like you said, to break him out. Yeah, like all these he's planting all these seeds so that it'll work down the line. But yeah, I, I like that what you're take saying. Anyway. I, I like what you're saying. It's just like we've already seen a Joker. Mm-hmm. Like let's give another villain a, an yeah. opportunity. Yeah. Like or imagine a re a dark ass reimagining of Egghead. <laughs> like, how about Mad Hatter? Mad Hatter, uh, Mad Mad Hatter or, or Scarface? I was gonna say with the, with the Tommy gun. Yeah, the Tommy gun. <laughs> like Mad Hatter just like drugging everyone out and stuff, looking yeah. for Alice. That's interesting. Uh, so we know of the Penguin TV show. Is Matt Reeves? You know, if Matt Reeves is gonna be like yeah. in charge of it, one hundred percent, like uh, James Gunn, or is he gonna just oversee? Produce executive. I I don't know. I I feel like he would have to be overseeing it just because it feels like it's this. It feels like the movie was already intertwined. Like the the TV show was already a sure thing. Uh You know, it already had already had its old cast. They already knew where they're gonna go into. See, it's it's an it's an interesting like deviation where you have a movie that sets up a character and then you go, you focus on on developing that character via the TV show. Yeah. Like Peacemaker. Right, like, like Peacemaker. But I do want to say in the Batman, it doesn't it feel a little bit shoehorned in with the, the Penguin? Joker? Oh, the Penguin. Yeah. Because you, you feel he gets a lot of screen time compared to anyone else, really, if you think about it. Well, yeah, he gets more screen true. time than uh, Alfred. That's true. Well, Alfred was being... <laughs> he was being a dick to Alfred this whole time. Yeah. But yeah, I guess like we could also chalk that up to... Um, <laughs> no, you're. That's true. He he was, but the, in this direction. Yeah, but with Peacemaker, he was already. It, it felt like he was in the team, right? It, it kind of. Well, flew we knew it. that yeah. he had secondary uh, a secondary mission, like almost right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We knew that he was there for alternative motives. Yeah. 
But in this one, because there was that period, that point in the movie in the Batman where they kind of narrow zero in on the Penguin, mm-hmm. kind of as like a misdirection, right? Yeah, classic misdirection. Classic. Ooh, it's a so maybe that's why he had an, a, a bunch of footage, but it, it could also be because they are planning to expand his. Character yeah, I, I when I watched it the second time, I was just there's a like, he's in the the story a lot. Like yeah. the chase scene is in it. I mean, the fight scene where he first goes to Iceberg Lounge is in it. Even I love at, that scene too. Even with uh, even with Falcone getting killed, he's there. I mean, he was the one they blamed him. Like, hey, what I do? I didn't shoot. I didn't shoot. Like, I'm <laughs> so and and I also I can't get out of my head each time how he acts. And no, no offense to the actor himself, but it reminds Colin me of Robert. De- you kept Colin Farrell. Thank you. It's, it reminds me of Robert De Niro. During uh, uh, some seats, <laughs> <laughs> or when he's uh, uh analyze this, like, like when he's in the car, like I got you, like yeah. I got, just reminds me of a <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's very old school mobstery. It's yeah. very, very, yeah. very um, influenced by uh, uh, Scorsese's films. Mm-hmm. That like that whole and uh, honestly, that's how I always envision like that that sect of Batman villains. The mobsters were very out of like a, a Scorsese film. Yeah, and they really leaned into it yeah. too. It's like he was playing, uh, like, um, does it Dean Martin or <laughs> or something? <laughs> so you go to Falcone's place. Yeah. Or, or uh, yeah. It's 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 exciting times for DC fans, right? Yeah, definitely. Finally. Right? Yeah. Finally. I mean, we have. We were talking about this like a few episodes ago, how you were complaining about nothing about a Shazam. <laughs> but here we go. Towards the end of the Wait, year. Wait, what was I complaining? Nothing about Shazam? They didn't release any any oh. like, trailers and stuff like that oh, on Shazam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so here we go. Now we know that at least later this year we're going to get two, maybe three trailers coming. It, it, is it weird that it's Black Adam, right? Yeah. Black Adam and Shazam. They're like the same... Character? The same, no, the same character, but the same within the same comic line yeah because it's like batman and like, like next next month is what like mr freeze or something like, yeah that'd be just a weird little <laughs> that's funny and it's exciting too yeah super yeah exciting. definitely i want to know how they f- integrate both black adam yeah. and she's because black adam even from the trailer like my son told me want to be a better person it's obvious like his son died and now he's trying to live to the memory struggling to it <laughs> Yeah, but then we also have the 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 what's the the League of Mystics or what the fuck is it called? <laughs> is it <the> <laughs> League of Magicians? The League of Society? The Justice Society? League, yeah, the Justice yeah. Society or something like that. How is they gonna work out? Are you are they gonna be like villains or they can't? How's who's the main baddie in Black Adam? It's gonna be Black Adam himself. I would imagine. Yeah, he's struggling with uh, yeah. trying not to be bad. Yeah, that that. That inner conflict within him, where he sees that the powers were, you know, meant for good, mm-hmm. but he could obviously use them for his own gain. Right, right. Like why, why go through the strides of trying to be good where you can go straight to the issue? Yeah. I mean, like, like a like a dictator, you just just go ahead and kill him. Exactly, and that and the whole scene in the trailer where it's Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate telling him to join him, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's gonna be at the beginning. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I was hoping it would be like a climactic battle, Black yeah. Adam versus all of them. Well, yeah, that's why he's. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna ask them to join him, but he's gonna say no, and then yeah. towards the end they're gonna come back and join forces like, to try to force you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it remind it's very Dark Knighty. It, it reminds me of there's a status quo. Uh-huh. Right, and then the government is with Superman, right? 
Yeah. And then you have uh, the comic book, not the, the yeah, movie. The Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> Returns, right? And then you have the Justice Society of America trying to like impose their will. Justice Society of the Universe. Is it, I, I feel like at this point, <laughs> it's more inclusive. Come on, it's twenty twenty two. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it feels like yeah they're gonna send them after him. Like they're in, enforcers. In yeah. yeah. Which is, and see, now I'm excited. <laughs> because, Wait, you weren't excited from the jump? Well, it's Black Adam, and the mostly I get from is... Yeah, it's Black Adam. I know, but I, yeah, I don't really it's know. The Rock is Black Adam. That's true, that's true, that's very true. No I don't, more perfect casting for a character <laughs> has ever existed. I don't know much about Black Adam, that's the thing. So you need but, to know. But for, for me, Adam. it was always a, a villain. Yeah, yeah. It was always a. Like, what reminds me of is injustice. He's always fighting on the opposite side because it's it is for his land, but you know it's the sake of the world. Yeah, so, it's, he for sure he's he's a villain, but yeah. I feel like he's always had that the complex because the powers of Shazam were supposedly only bestowed upon True Heart. Yeah. So something happened. Yeah. So it made him turn evil. Yeah, which is going to be that that extra vagary in it. Where it's like, oh, the true of heart, but he was trying to stop slavery. Like, oh, that's as good as... And he was trying to stop slavery, but enslaved everybody. Yeah, right, yeah, he's trying to do something, but... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... It's, it's like, I'm, if everybody's a slave, there are no slaves. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you, Black Adam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna... Um, you know, I'll yeah. see. We got uh, I Am Legend 2 coming out. The electric boogaloo. The electric boogaloo. The revenge. The return of this will. time it's personal. Yeah. Um, did you watch I Am Legend the first one? Yeah. I, I saw it too when the, not when it came out but like in, in DVD when those were still a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it always like as a fan of the movie you're always like oh are they ever gonna make another one? But looking at the story how it ended when it took a you know grenade to the chest <laughs> it doesn't really leave you for any sequel, you know? Yeah. I... I don't know when I read it when I saw it, like oh that's cool like wait a minute they like, <laughs> took a grenade to the chest so how would that work out? I would imagine since like the article they were talking about how Michael B. Jordan pitched him a, a story for the movie and it kind of and it excited him but I feel like the only way you would want to do that is if you play his son mm-hmm. and then he goes looking for him like another son because in the movie the family dies yeah yeah in a flashback but yeah. I, I would love yeah, right or his yeah. cousin or, or nephew I mean nephew. if you have like a sister and it's like hey or Lore or Lore <laughs> no, he plays um, like, a, like yeah like the Lore of of Will Smith and then Michael B. Jordan's like yeah I'm gonna wanna be that guy <laughs> I just re- I just remember something from Fallout and I was like holy shit yeah yeah but yeah um it they did the article didn't mention that in the book it doesn't end like the movie the movie ends he kills himself to save the the antidote yeah um but they they also said that they shot an alternative ending which came out in the like a special deep back in the day when they used to have yeah when they used to have those you know DVDs <laughs> what does DVD stand for uh I have no idea that's Digital a good question video disc um, <laughs> makes that makes sense yeah. no that doesn't make sense uh, disc yeah. video digital <laughs> yeah. um, um, so maybe if they do oh yeah so the alternative ending was that he survived yeah so maybe if they do a sequel they'll kind of just go with the alternative ending mm-hmm. which so, is weird 
like it's I like mean, a video game like which is canon oh, yeah this movie came out almost 20 years ago are you really think they're gonna care I, there will be that one person like uh, oh my gosh why are they <laughs> it yeah. doesn't make any I sense mean, there's always that one person <laughs> like, but that fuck one. that person <laughs> you in particular that yeah, one person whoever you listening to this fuck you <laughs> 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 but another we're and we're back alright stop recording for a little bit hold on I dropped my phone on my computer and then stopped recording. I don't know why. Um, but where do you stand on Will Smith? Will Smith as a fan, uh, as an actor, stuff like that. Music, musician. Music, <laughs> rap, music. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rapping career. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I like him. He's one of those. It feels like he's one of those pillars when I was growing up. Like a superstar. Yeah. Like yeah. a movie star. Yeah, one of those because that's kind of our generation of actors. Yeah, sort of. Right, because yeah. like Scorsese, not Scorsese, but you know, like uh, Schwarzenegger. That's Jordan. That's not our. That's, <laughs> that's, def- a, that's, that's definitely not ours. Before, right? Yeah. So this feels like this is our generation of actors. It's what Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, that's true. Brad Pitt, uh, Angelina Jolie. I don't know. Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale, right? And, like that's our generation yeah. of actors, and he feels like one of those. Yeah, for sure. Like he's always been to me a like in the same vein as The Rock as mm. Ticket Seller. Mm. Mm. Wait, in terms of what? Like he's only like, he only he only really has done like these French super. <laughs> nah, well, like I know that he's been he's done dramatic works as well, but the more success he's come from are like the blockbuster type of films. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, like a ticket seller. Oh yeah, that's but true. You put Will Smith in anything, and they're gonna buy tickets. Yeah, that's you put true. The Rock in anything, they're gonna buy tickets. That's true. What is Will Smith's best? <laughs> Um, Suicide Squad? No, I don't know. But, wait, uh, <laughs> I was like, he was in that. <laughs> uh, best film, Hancock, maybe? Hancock? Really? No. <laughs> I don't know. See, like, let's, now we have to look at Will yeah. Smith's filmography. Because, like, it's him and then I see Denzel Washington. And then Denzel Washington is oh, done. Oh, Bad Boys? Pretty bad. Oh, Bad Boys, yeah, that would be it, wouldn't it? Let's see. Fresh Prince, I Am Legend, King Richard, The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, The Pursuit of Happiness was Aladdin? No. <laughs> bad Boys? Bad Boys or Men in Pursuit Black. of Happiness and Men in Black. See, the Men in Black and Bad Boys. Independence Day. Independence. Okay, see, those are. I Robot. Okay, see, <laughs> you keep naming stuff from my pop culture. <laughs> like those ones, it feels Bad like Boys he is. Two. Bad Boys Two. Ali. Bad Boys Three. Shark Tale. <laughs> Wild Wild West. There you go. There, yeah, the right, best sorry. movie Will Smith has ever made exactly. is Wild Wild uh, West. It's, it's a horror movie for arachnophobics, but you know. <laughs> Uh, see that's the thing like you're looking at his filmography and he does have like a couple of you know really good dramatic performances under his hand right and I think he's even been nominated for an Oscar right oh Pursuit of Happiness has to be because that one was pretty heartbreaking pretty rough. yeah it was pretty the one where he kills himself to save the people no that's I Am Legend no he like <laughs> he donates the organs no which one was that 70 pounds um that sounds right how much are organs how much are organs weight but that was the one where uh, he, he uh, I think he was funding a new technology, but everyone was shifting to like PC and another technology. So he eventually went bankrupt, and uh-huh. then he lost his uh, he lost his wife. His wife just left him with his kid, and now he's trying. He's struggling to find a job. Is that the one where he's crying and they're sleeping in the bathroom? yeah in the bathroom because he they can't find a place to stay. Okay, yeah, and it's and it's his actual son. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him like once. So he, he he has been nominated Academy Awards in 2002 for playing Ali, mm. and 2007 for Pursuit of Happiness. So I'm curious if it's like he can like Adam Sandler, 
Right. He, he has the... Well, right, where are you going with this? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you have uh, Uncut Gems. Okay. Which is something that, like, elevated him, and then he goes doing, like, dumb fart joke movies, right? So, like, he... Which, that's the comfortable lane for... Right. Dumb but, fart joke movies. <laughs> but the thing, he, he can be a serious actor. Like, he has the capacity, but he has more fun making those dumb fart joke movies. So yeah. I think Will Smith is along the same lines. Because all his movies are within our pop culture medium, too. I guess. Like, man, like, Men in Black. I, I, I feel like Will Smith was, you know, he got that opportunity because he started off as a rapper for a lot of people who don't know, you know, back in the 80s and early 90s. That's how he got Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. And after the success of Fresh Prince and stuff like that, he garnered more attention as an actor over uh, as a, a rapper. So I feel like once he got that opportunity, like uh, Ice Cube as well, mm-hmm. and once they got that opportunity to, like, expand their horizons, they would just fucking act all the fucking everything you know? <laughs> they're not gonna let that, that that opportunity go anymore yeah with Adam Sandler I just feel like he's always had that opportunity yeah but he's never it's more like what movie will get him fired <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. you look at uh, what's that one where he plays like the the twins he marries Al Pacino. oh right yeah <laughs> Al Pacino's in it too that's yeah. so weird yeah like how is that uh a thing like how did that get made but then you look oh it's adam sandler of course yeah see well when i was in uni anyone's like adam sandler like oh he's he's like not a good actor and stuff like that and then you see other stuff where he's been in where he does more serious roles and he's like phenomenal in that yeah but that's obviously that's drowned out by all the other you know like big daddy and but, happy gilmore and stuff like that yeah i was a shit <laughs> Jack and Jill, there you go. Jack and Jill. See, but, okay, so, I, I say shit, but Happy Gilmore, Big Daddy, those are movies from my childhood. Right. So, if, um, regardless 50, of what happened, 50, 50 dates, First Dates, 50 first dates, The Water Boy, water The Longest Yard, The Longest Yard, right, yeah. Little Nicky, Little Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. So, he's done a whole bunch of movies right. that I grew up watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna, like, shit on him for that, but, like, you look at, like, you don't mess with the Zohan. Mm, oh, my gosh, that was such a weird movie. It was dumb. It's it's very this, it's subversive. Israeli, it's very subversive because you assume it's counter terrorist and right. he escapes. He doesn't <laughs> he's, want to be that right. And he's nailing a bunch of you know gilfs. Everybody, uh, no, not <laughs> gilfs. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> doesn't he also like try to hook up with a guy or something like? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, so he's yeah. nailing. See, there are diversity. And they have that's my boy. I, I don't know if you watched that one. He plays like this. Was oh, like the dad. The dad, dad of. Andy Samberg. Mm. Anyway, that was weird. They like Andy Samberg is marrying this one chick, but then mm-hmm. he walks in on her banging her brother. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it was even one of the Amels. <laughs> Probably. You know, we're just going on a tangent. But uh, how do we get to Adam Sandler? Uh, Will, Smith. Will Smith. I compared him to Will yeah. Smith. <laughs> See, so like that's the thing. I don't feel like that's an honest comparison. Really? Because Will Smith. Even though, yeah, he does a bunch of like goofy movies and right. stuff like that, he's still Will Smith. He's still like he's been nominated for an act for right. two Academy Awards. Hasn't Adam Sandler as well? Been oh, like, and all I know is Uncut Gems, and there's another one where he no, did. he didn't get nominated for that. Remember, oh, he, he got all pissy about it. Oh, really? Why would you get? Or pissy? maybe he didn't. They didn't win. I'm not because uh, he did another one. Oh, there's another one where he was a comedian. Oh, uh, Happy was, People. Was it Happy People? Yeah, that he was dying and then turned out he wasn't dying. Oh, he was like super dark. He was basically yeah. playing himself. And he was... With uh, Seth Rogen? Mm, yes, yeah, okay. 
Is there yeah. another one? I feel like there's another one. Another serious Adam Sandler movie. The Wedding Singer, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see. Go Grand Primetime Emmys, Independent Spirit, uh, uh, Annie Awards. Is that something that's... Outstanding voice acting in a feature at Hotel Transfer. Transfer. Which he didn't even return for the fourth one. Aw. What's... Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't look like he's been nominated for oh, an Academy okay. Award. He's been nominated for a bunch of other shit, but not an Academy Award. Mm. Teen Choice Awards, People Choice Awards, Nickelodeon Kids Choice oh, Awards, <laughs> National Board Review, MTV and TV Awards, oh. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> Film Awards. You're going back in time. Gotham Independent Films, Gihon International Film Film. Oh. He has I, a lot of ra- Razzies. I thought Razzies. Oh, naturally, right? <laughs> Worst Actor, Bulletproof, Happy Gilmore. Bulletproof? Worst, oh, Happy Gilmore? Worst oh, but, Actor, uh, The Waterboy, Worst Actor. Worst He's been nominated for a lot. Like oh, a lot. see, I, I haven't watched Uncut Gems, but I've seen... Oh, they gave him a, a Redeem Award for Uncut Gems. Oh, see. So that redeemed them. Yay. Wait, who redeemed... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, well, the Razzies, you know Oh, the, the Razzies? Yeah. Oh, the Ra- Okay. Gay? Gay. Yeah. <laughs> well, they gave him a whole bunch of... Is it Redeem 1? Is it like a coupon where you only have one Well, he's per- one... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> He's won ten Razzies. Right. So, so if they give him a plus, like so a redeem one. Is that like you're probably your next one? Choose, choose <laughs> one movie and your next one's free or something. Yeah. Uh, Critics Choice Awards, CinemaCon, Boston Society, Annie Awards, Independent Spirit, Primetime Emmys, Grammys, and Golden Globes. So yeah, he hasn't really been. He hasn't won any like major awards. Yeah, or even nominated. Or even well, he, Golden Globes, but oh, I don't even know the difference. Just like walk down the street, you'll, <laughs> you'll get nominated. Like, I got a Golden Globe when I took the bus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so Will Smith, do you think uh, he has the chops? Or I forgot where we started with Will Smith. <laughs> we went on a rant, and <laughs> we went in a an Adam Sandler's sized rabbit yeah. hole. Oh uh, yeah. You feel it? Yeah, I feel like he's just the kind of actor that, you know, I, I probably could do you it. You could do it, yeah. yeah. You could do it? No, no, I couldn't do it. That's Will Smith saying yeah. to himself in the mirror, I could probably do it. Yeah, you look at his, his roles and he nails them. Yeah. You know, even you look at uh, Suicide Squad. He was Bloodsport, Deadshot. Uh, Deadshot. <laughs> it's the same variation. It, it, it pretty much is, is, right? But yeah, he was really into that role. Yeah. Like, he's very committed. And he was really good. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, because you know, he was good. Now he just kind of phased him out, replaced yeah. him with Idris Elba. All right, let's talk about the big. Well, he said he wanted to come back. He still was open for coming back to Blood, for future Dead Shot. Dead Shot. Why didn't they? Why didn't? No, wait. No, Dead Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they quit doing? No. I kind of feel like they wanted to to just separate themselves as much as they could from, from the air from the air cut. Oh, but they have Harley Quinn. Yeah, well, she's a legacy character now. Oh, that's true. Yeah, she's been pushing for a lot of that stuff yeah. to begin with anyway. Yeah, with like uh, Birds, uh, of, Birds of Prey. Was it the oh, uh, gosh. Emancipation? No, the fab- No. <laughs> I think the, it's the Birds of Prey and... And the fabulous emancipation of one, one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yeah, that one. Yeah, whichever one. <laughs> the one that was fun. Yeah. But not that great. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was the fun, end was fun. fun. Not that great. Yeah, it's Black like uh, it's like Rogue One, oh Solo. So eh, well, Solo. well, I mean, oh sorry, I'm, I'm doing a bad comparison again. At the yeah. end, where the actor was like just having fun. Uh, yeah. Was it Vision, the actor? 
Uh, in Solo, but yeah. it's uh, Ewan McGregor. Paul, De- Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany, thank you. Yeah. yeah, and then it's Ian McGregor, and that one he was just having fun. He was just having fun. Yeah. That's true. All right, so let's get let's talk about the big stuff that that dropped this week. Speaking Massive. of Ewan McGregor. Oh, oh, I was, that talk, one? I was talking oh, about the, the Dax Morbius trailer, but <laughs> 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 now we could talk about. Um, I don't even. We don't even have it on here, but yeah, Obi One trailer <laughs> dropped. Yeah, I was late. You were late. Because, like, I messaged you on the Discord. all late and shit. Yeah, like, like, that's old news. I got, like, you had messaged me, and I was already, like, pre-orgasm. I was, like, laying in bed, and just, oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was going to ask, when did you you find out about it? Uh, What were you? Earlier today. I was watching, uh, might have been sitting on the toilet, but I'm not entirely sure. (laughs) (laughs) I was, uh, yeah, just scrolling around, and I noticed that there was a new Obi-Wan trailer. And you know, like, what they do whenever a new trailer drops is, like, there's, like, a hundred other YouTube channels that immediately rip it and oh, then upload it onto their own website. I hate that so much. Yeah. Because it buries the one I want. Yeah, there. you want the original. That's why I follow, like, um, Warner Brothers and DC and Marvel Just, Entertainment yeah. and stuff like that, so that I know mm-hmm. that is a good shit. But I saw that, like, there was a new trailer, and I'm like, hmm. But then I saw that it was a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh. So that's, like, that's, when I, that's when I clicked on it and watched it, and I was like, oh. But then the thing that it brought me back is Duel of the Faith. Oh, yeah. The card. Yeah, and then at the end, it's like the... See, I didn't caught up, catch up at the end of the trailer. It does the Darth Vader theme, too. Yeah, you hear the voice. Yeah. You hear the voice. And apparently he's going to be in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Because they, they already announced that there was going to be three uh, actors playing the the, the role. Right. Obviously, um, fuck, what's his name? Like Earl? Chris, no. Or James Earl Jones. Jones. Yeah. James Earl Jones. And Craig Christensen and then the stunt guy. Mm. I see. I didn't hear about the James Earl Jones. Who's going to be the voice, right? Who's going to be voice for him? I mean, you can't. I mean, they he's like 90, isn't he? So? <laughs> <laughs> If they got fucking... Because uh, they do the animated stuff. If they got Prince. Uh-huh. They got Patrick Stewart in... in that, that's <laughs> true. That's true, uh, yeah. <laughs> they could roll fucking James Earl Jones' old ass into a recording studio and just like, here. That's true. Then what... How's... Oh, how's Hayden Christensen going to work? I don't know. I'm thinking that we'll it's, it's going to be like a, a battle scene and he's going to lose part of his helmet. Oh, we can only hope, right? I hope. I, I really hope. That's on my list. I mean, Fellaini. I mean, we're looking for jobs. Over here. <laughs> Gotta do as a solid. But yeah, it's exciting. Super exciting for another Obi-Wan and Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Overall. Because he, he was one of the, the, the notable um, parts of the whole prequel trilogy, right? Yeah. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Yeah. And he did a, and he did a really, really good job in trying to do like Alec Guinness before. Yeah, right. before he was all crotchety. Yeah. Star <laughs> yeah, Wars. Maybe. Well, yeah. technically, he hated Star Wars while they were filming it. So. Right, yeah. I, re- <laughs> I, re- I read the letter. It's like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just him ranting on, like, before the internet, right? Yeah. It, it would probably be on his Twitter if it was that. Probably. <laughs> um, is there anything we saw that, that kind of stood out for you from the trailer? Because we saw it. Mm-hmm. I, we saw it when it came out, and then we just saw it before we started recording. Yeah, like as soon as I came in the door, I was like, yeah. we have to watch it. Keep uh, salivating. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, I'm, Inquisitors? Yeah. I'm, and 
this the trailer gosh i'm like i'm trying to replay it in my head but it's it has to do with the game but it also has to do with the animated tv show which i also find is interesting but also i'm on the fence about yeah because it's something that oh you have the video games and then you kind of have to play the games to know more about what's going on and watch the tv show um no not really but it it really leans into it because it was like whoa what's this place how do i learn more about it oh here's a game you can play or, well, yeah, definitely if you want to find more, yeah. more of the background and stuff like that. Even though, like, aren't most of the games already not canon? Didn't no. they say that? Or oh, was the, it just, like, Fallen the fan Order. fiction? Fallen Order, yeah. Anything before April 25th. Of was 2012? Of 21 and whenever they... When did the acquisition happen? Yeah, no, it's April 25th something. <laughs> 25th, yeah, well, they bought it in 2012. Okay, 2012, yeah. Uh, Anything before that is non-canon. Non-canon. Everything non-canon. after that, and yes. Okay. So, it's interesting. We have... Um, an expansion of the bad guys, you know, yeah. like on in the movies, it was only really like Sith, Sith lords, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in animated, you know, fan fiction, video games, there was always a lot more, an interesting pool of bad guys to pull from. Yeah, and the Inquisitors being one of them. Yeah. So what's the the main difference of like an Inquisitor to a Sith? Oh, you want the long short? The short? Sure, we got time to kill. <laughs> so. After Order 66, uh, Emperor Palpatine... Execute 66. Oh my, god, oh my gosh. It shall be done, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a cool thing. Oh, but I'm getting... Now, see, now I have that in my head. But uh, Palpatine wanted to hunt the rest of the Jedi, right? Yeah. So he, he assigned Vader to make... Uh, not Vader, but he made this the organization. Vader uh, for the younglings. Towards the younglings. The women and children. See, now I don't know if they're <laughs> killed, if those were... That they made the younglings inquisitors. Because the Inquisitors are essentially fallen Jedi uh-huh. who have been tortured to the point to turn to the dark side to hunt down other Jedi. Okay. So that's essentially that's what the Inquisitors are. And then the bald dude is the Grand Inquisitor. So he's the he's the I'm assuming he's the voiceover is like he's the one probably talking to the other Inquisitors. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's the main one. Pulling the strings. Yeah, and he's uh, he's the number one to Vader because it's number him and then Vader. because yeah, he's the one. With, Command. Like, he's in command of the Inquisitors. Okay. Right, and then Vader is in command of him. All right, so, like, yeah. in, in terms we all understand. It's, <laughs> the, it's, the chain of command, it's yeah. the Emperor, <laughs> and then Vader, which is the Dark... Because they're both Dark Lords of the Sith, but he's the Emperor. So, so I was going to say Snoke, Kylo Ren... Oh, and if you want me to go through there. <laughs> okay, so you have... more modern times. You, oh, that's okay. So you have the Emperor, right? Uh-huh. And then you have uh, Darth Vader, but the Emperor was, um, you know, doing some fiddling on the side, and that's Snoke. Mm-hmm. Right, and then Snoke corrupted Kylo Ren. Yeah. So, and then you have Vader, and then Vader commands the Inquisitors. Uh-huh. And then that that's the Grand Inquisitor's the commander, right? Yeah. And then the Grand Inquisitor has, like, the first brother, the first sister, second brother, you know. Yeah, the, the family tree. The other, the family tree of Inquisitors. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, okay, so that's, that's then, dope. So, I like that they have, um, like you said, the, well, if they stick with this, that the... They're all fallen Jedi's that have been tortured of joining, embracing the dark side. Embracing the dark side. Yeah, the Grand Inquisitor actually was a, a temple guard, mm-hmm. which is essentially like the people who were just the police <laughs> in the Jedi temple. You know, they made you sure you followed the rules and all that stuff. So he used to be that. So he could be like the purest form of the light side turned dark side. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense that he's the Grand Inquisitor. See, when it, it's also exciting because all of this implies that there's going to be a lot more lightsaber bolts. Yeah. Which is why they use Duel of the Fates, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta. You can, I mean, you gotta unless, like, balls there. Okay, so, <laughs> like, in the trailer, it has them, the Inquisitors, looking for Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. 
But don't they know that Obi-Wan fucked up their God and Savior, Darth Vader? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, at this point, nobody even knows... Like what uh, happened who, to they, Darth they, Well, they don't know who Darth Vader is. Uh, he just okay. appears. Right? Even to the point where he just appeared... If yeah, well, they don't I'm know. To the force. <laughs> Not join him, right? I love that line. Uh, but yeah, they don't know who he is, uh, his identity. The person who finally tried to say, oh, this is Anakin, he killed everyone in the room mm. before they could tell anyone. It was the dude with the dicks, right? With the dicks. <laughs> Which with, one? With the guy, the green dude, right? At the end? Kid Fisto? No. Kid Fisto. Kid Fisto. Wait, who's the guy? Fisto Robato, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of like the, the senators or some shit, right? When he walks in at the end and kills him, like. At the end of uh, in the when they're on the lava planet, uh huh, and then and then like there's one of like senators. I don't Was know, it the, the dude with like yeah the green? He had a, like green <laughs> alien face or something like that. And then they comes in and it's like this. It's all going tits up. And then he takes out his lightsaber and just massacres everybody. Like, you remember? No, I don't. Damn, you gotta watch this movie more often. Wait, which one was it? Revenge of the Revenge Sith, right? Of the Sith, Revenge yeah. of the Sith. I don't remember. Dang, I need I need to trill it up. <laughs> Let's see, Revenge. <laughs> I gotta help you out, man. <laughs> I mean, I might just be the one who making shit up. I mean, uh, you started the sentence off the dude with the <laughs> the, the well, D's in his head. It looked like oh, you won't even say dick. No. Wow. <laughs> Why do you get so riled up? I mean, it's just it's funny how serious you're you're taking this um this no this your pledge of a celibacy towards uh it's cursing towards course cursing yeah. yeah it's interesting. I don't know what the fuck there's going on. It sounds like they they have like a like a handball, right? Like a peloton. Like a peloton. No, <laughs> peloton's a bike. Man. Oh, is it? Has like the, it feels like they have a handball and they're just bouncing it. Why? Don't you have neighbors? Like those aren't my neighbors. I know. Don't I'm saying don't they know there's neighbors? It's rude. Uh, it's like playing basketball. <laughs> probably. Oh goodness. No, it's not this dude. Oh, this dude. I don't know why I said dicks, but these dudes. You know, oh friend? no. No, well, he wasn't Vader at that point. He, well, he was Darth Vader. No, it was Darth Vader. He wasn't the it's suit. The, no, yeah, the suited up yeah, Vader. Yeah, he wasn't the suited up, bro, yeah. Do not. <laughs> the pneumonians. Yeah, <laughs> he starts kissing. No, actually, yeah, that's true. That's a good point, because they're the only ones that are like, they know who they knew he is. They who he was, yeah. who Darth Vader was, right. But yeah. you're saying it's somebody else. No, no, you're right. No, so you're right, yeah, because, yeah, like, so that they don't, they keep it hidden that he used to be a Jedi. Or, a Jedi, yeah. okay, cool. Um, the... Obi-Wan comes out in May, right? Yeah. Do we May, know how many episodes? May 25th. Uh, I want to say in the ballpark of six or seven. So the standard... The standard Disney, short Disney form, yeah. Does it? I don't like the short form. Really? Yeah, I don't... I like the episodic thing aside, you know, releasing every weekend and stuff like that. I feel like the short form is for, like, short attentions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we live in an age of, yeah, of short attentions. Sort of short... Attention span. Attention span. <laughs> <Short>. <laughs> Exhibit A. Exactly. <laughs> but like, it, it, but then again, it depends because Peacemaker was around seven episodes, yeah, seven right? Episodes. Right, but it wasn't but still as seven dense. hours. Seven hours. Yeah. And like half of that was music video. Was it consistent? Was it like an hour? I think no. I think there were like forty-five. Then one might have been under forty. 
40. See, yeah. I, I hope it becomes like that where there's a consistency. Because I hate it when the, I when didn't like, like 28 minutes. And then right! <laughs> what is up with that? With Boba Fett, it's like here's a 15 minute episode. Like, wait, like, yeah. what? And then there's 25, and then out of nowhere, there's like a 45 minute one, and you're like, what the heck? Yeah, the Boba Fett was weird. The pacing of, of that show was a little weird. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in the, in the sand. Like flashbacks. Yeah, even the Mandalorian. In, I'm, in terms of total runtime, I just want it to be like straight up forty five minutes. You know, just make it an hour and just roll with it. But is this something you're gonna wait and binge, or you're gonna watch it episodically? I would have to watch it, wouldn't I? Because there would be spoilers as soon as it goes on anywhere. Like, yeah, but guess you what just happened stay to Obi Wan? Internet, do you? can. Yeah, but like, I'm sure I'm gonna see a headline on Google or something, or like Obi Wan fought Maul again or something. <laughs> what? Like, what? Interesting. Yeah. It's exciting to see what the um, the story is going to be. Because we did see a... Like, we know from at the end of... Well, at the beginning of A New Hope, he says that he basically just bummed around Tatooine looking over <laughs> um, Luke, right? Right. And we see a child Luke. Yeah, which is adorable because he, he looks like his father as a kid. Well, he has the same hairdo. Yeah, right? it's the same hairdo, same kind of a... Toga looking, Toga, the desert kimono looking thing, <laughs> right? And then you have like goggles too. Well, he, it looks like he was like um, speed racing. Yeah, that's yeah. pod racing. Pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you said that there's rumors that there's going to be a young Leia. Yeah. And who else? Uh, a young Bail Organa. <laughs> a Bail Organa. Yeah, I hear it's gonna. Because uh, what's rumored, which I'm pretty sure it is, uh, the Inquisitors are looking for a Jedi. Uh-huh. I think his name was like Navi, and uh, he, uh, they're just they're hunting him down, right? And then I think Navi finds Obi Wan, or Obi Wan is pushed into that and has to leave to you know get away from Luke because they might find Luke. Luke, okay. Yeah, and then Leia is integrated somewhere, somewhere <laughs> somehow. somehow. Yeah, uh, which kind of fucking Luke got the bad the bad deal, right? Oh, in the uh, show? Like, no, what I don't mean? like the whole thing because. The twins get separated. Uh-huh. Oh, Leia goes live in a fucking palace. And then Luke is in a desert in some <laughs> shithole, you know. With Tuscan, you know, yeah. kidnapping. <laughs> fucking farming water out of the air. Like, what kind of bullshit is this? Yeah, <laughs> how, how crazy would it be if they reversed it? If he became like the prince and then Leia worked Is the him. chosen one? Yeah, <laughs> that worked on where the planet where her father's yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, he did. She did. And hopefully they go to Alderaan because you don't really see Alderaan other than you know piling rubble. Yeah. yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> Alderaan. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. If they go to if they go to Alderaan. Yeah. See, but like what? Because wasn't or Leia was a royalty, right? She mm-hmm. she she um she was dropped off with that Mexican looking dude. Yeah, Bail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she she was raised as a prince, princess. Yeah. So how did they keep the Sith from fighting her? Well, because it, it kind of made it implied that Luke had to be hidden, right? So like that's why he was in the fucking desert. But like what it had what to be more, protected? Yeah, like what more high profile role can you be as royalty? Yes. Yeah, see, the thing with that is they're they're looking for force, the force manip, not manipulating, manifesting, manipulators, yeah, yeah, exactly. But here they they're looking for it to manifest. So it's kind of hard to find out who a Jedi is without seeing them move like a rock on the uh. sort of thing. Yeah. So with the 
Leia being a princess, that's already security itself. She has everything. Yeah, she has bodyguards. Fist over. Her. <laughs> right, she has bodyguards <laughs> and stuff like that. And you have Luke, who has you know Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Crispy Uncle. Owen. <laughs> it was just Crispy gonna be. Aunt you think they're gonna explain why they became skeletons? Well, they got burned, no? Was it? Because yeah. I thought it was disintegrated. Because they, well, they, they, they burnt down the, the water right, farm? They burnt, but they're skeletons. They're, no, they're not bodies. Because what they killed the, the Jawas and the other Tuscans, right? And there's yeah. like bodies and stuff. But for some reason, they not became them. skeletons. Well, they had props. Unless right? they you burned them use, below. They gotta use the prop. <laughs> they gotta use the prop budget. Or else the next one, they're not gonna get the same one. So Oh, man. But yeah, awesome. I, I really have high hopes because uh, for Obi Wan, since especially since Obi Wan is one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And, and I love the Ewan McGregor's portrayal. Yeah. Uh, I do hope we do get to see a lot more lightsaber duels. I hope so. I mean, the trailer hinted at it. Hinted yeah. At it, but being a Jedi and being hidden, you know, I. But he's gonna have to be confronted anyway. Yeah. Like, it's not like the Inquisitors are gonna stop. Yeah. They have to be stopped. Yeah. So I mean I, I I do feel I do like that they're retconning the story, a little bit mm-hmm. to give them a little bit more to do, mm-hmm. and then to just like we never really got to see Darth Vader as the badass, yeah, up until um, Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. I would like to see more of mm-hmm. Obi Wan being the badass. I would like to see that. I would like to see uh, Darth Vader getting used to his suit. Yeah, I don't know who I spoke to about this, but we have never seen a Vader where he still thinks he's. You know, human. You, human. <laughs> right, he still thinks so. Like he tried to do a jump, and like his leg buckles. Yeah, and it's like oh, and we all feel it. Like I feel it. <laughs> so, where do you think this this the show will pick up? Like right after the no. <laughs> right after, no, no, no. Uh, it has to be a couple. Cause how old does Luke look? Probably like seven or seven, eight. eight so seven eight or years eight years. After. Yeah, after he dropped them off, like and never came back. Went to get milk. And yeah, just, and just fucked off that blue yeah. titty milk. <laughs> Uh, do you th- how do you feel about the stagecraft? Do you think there's since you know this whole pandemic's been kind of easing off uh-huh. a little bit? You think they're gonna do on location shots or they're gonna focus more on screencraft? Because I, I love screencraft, but or, right, it's called yeah, screencraft. Well, but the blocks, right? Right. Well, the, the, the cube, the, the, the screens that they use to shoot. Right. Yeah. yeah the, the, the huge. The box, yeah. So. The box. Yeah. The little arch, matrix-looking yeah. thing. Yeah, I love it. I love the technology, but you could tell. Are restricting it. See, I don't think they're they're ever gonna go back to shooting on on location. Yeah. Because like you, you you take into consideration that shooting on location that's just money mm. and time. Mm-hmm. Where if you could completely replicate something like yeah, it gives the sense of it being real enclosed, closed in. Mm-hmm. But you could pull it off to some extent. So like, just why not focus on shooting? 90% of your your TV <laughs> show or film in that little cube, you know? Right, that's... Oh, see, that's sad. It is sad. Because you have Peacemaker. Yeah. And it's obvious they reuse the sets. <laughs> Very, right? yeah. Right. Everything in the forest felt they like... Only it was... sh- they only shoot in, like, three locations. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. In the last episode, when they're hanging in the forest, I was like, hey, that looks familiar. And it's the same forest in the back of Peacemaker's yeah. uh, trailer. Trailer. Right? But yeah, you could see it. It's but they they, they they play with it, right? They do, and it does look more expansive and more natural. Yeah, and, and also it, it kind of I think it limits the the, the use of practical effects, right? Mm, if yeah. you're in that CGI world, then you're not gonna have that. explosions. <laughs> well, explosions, oh, but like puppetry glass. and stuff like that, which is one mm. thing we liked, you know, for out of the Star Wars is that they that they do use the the practical. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like maybe, you know, financially looking at things, I, I don't feel like they're ever going to want to go to to on location. Because, like, you look at the, the, the sets from the old Star Wars, and they're mm-hmm. still up. Yeah. In like a desert in Tanzania or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Pretty know? much, like, yeah. How much are they going to go spend to refurbish all of that? And I, go to Tanzania? Go to Tanzania. No, no way. All <laughs> that so that's what I'm saying. That's true. Oh, but wouldn't they just choose something like a stage and just build it like that? Like the old school westerns? Right. Like they paint the background. <laughs> 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 the airbrushing. <laughs> no, you're right. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, it does It does look phenomenal. I mean, in The Mandalorian, we could barely tell. It has tell. Its limitations. Right, but yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I and see Ewan McGregor's gonna have flashbacks of like the prequel where it's all CGI. Like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Dude, have you seen the CGI? Well, I guess it's kind of hard to like single <laughs> out because it's kind of bad to single it out because like CGI doesn't age well. Yeah, that's. I was I was yeah. rewatching when when after I saw the trailer, I went and listened to Duel of the Fates again, uh-huh. and I was rewatching that scene when they're fighting. And the CGI looks really bad. Really? Yeah. When they, especially when they do flips. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can see that where they're being pulled from. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. It does lose its mystique a little bit, but this this technology has been has proven itself more than capable. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, like three times, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Bubble Fett. Boba Fett. The book of Boba Fett. The cookbook of Boba Fett. Yeah, the recipe book. <laughs> What'd you think? Uh, oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, I, I, I See, I liked it. I'm, okay. Yeah, see, you're I don't feel you. Okay, my reason I liked it is that Boba Fett, to me, wasn't really that big of a character. Yeah. Right? Well, he was a person who was there for about five minutes and died in the most hilarious way possible. Boba Fett, where? Yeah. And then they make a joke about it in Mandalorian, like, you know, that jetpack doesn't work well and he hits him and he flies off yeah right it's a little shot at boba fett and but for this one so i didn't have like a a foundation i didn't even read it much in the eu Mm -hmm. but when i watched this one especially when it's the first third couple of three episodes yeah uh there's a lot of world building a lot of like where a lot of flashbacks but it starts from ground zero a lot of sand people yeah and i i do like that world building because it's it's it feels like boba fett is us you know we're old and we're still like Star Wars and we're catching up. Yeah. Right? Because the Boba Fett that I feel like most Star Wars fans realize is it's one in their childhood. Well, yeah. Yeah, right. So <laughs> they try to do that, but, you know, look at him. <laughs> like, does he, is he going to be that person, that Boba Fett from your childhood anymore? No. But, yeah, that's, that's, I like those aspects. There are some elements I feel like that are just out of nowhere, which are like the mods, <laughs> the mod biker group. Yeah, that kind of felt weird. Yeah. Like, what's up with the the them riding around in, like, pink scooters and green scooters and shit like that? Yeah, I, from what I'm told, it's a, it's kind of a motif or a kind of callback to George Lucas's prior projects, American Graffiti. Uh, okay. And that's, that had a lot of color and had a lot of stuff like that. And that's what I could say. Personally, I don't... Um, care for it? Care for it? Yeah. <laughs> so <Okay>. much, yeah. <laughs> There's where you feel me from, yeah. <laughs> and then this, the last season was a little... Yeah. How about you? We're talking about. Um, yeah, it kind of it. <laughs> that's what that's this, every reaction I ask. Hey, what do you think of Boba Fett? Well, like like you said, Boba Fett is something that for us the fans is something we've completely manufactured in our mind. 
he didn't really have that much screen time in the original trilogies, and he died like a bitch in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and in the prequels. In the prequels. Well, was well, he in the prequels? Well, it's was technically, it? It was Django. it's Django, it's but that's, that's all yeah, we... But he also died like a bitch. <laughs> you see his red, his head rolling I see. Him. I didn't know that until someone said, hey, it rolls out. I was like, really? Because I always thought <laughs> it was in his helmet. Yeah. And so when he, bring, he brings it to his head, it's like, it rolls. To Miss Morrison. So, coming into the show, you obviously had to take that into consideration so that you wouldn't be disappointed, yeah. which I feel like a lot of people didn't do. <laughs> but, again, this, 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 the show, it focused on, like you said, world building, and, and it kind of showed a more compassionate side of Boba Fett. You know, mm-hmm. like, he was, he took over, as we saw at the end of Mandalorian season two, where he took over uh, Bit Fortuna. Yeah. Who took over Jang, uh, no. Bubba Fett. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt, right. <laughs> he took over Jabba the Hutt, which kind of feel like, where's a little um, Salacious Crumb? Where's he in this Salacious Crumb, he got eaten. And <laughs> like a bib. Maybe. Yeah, bib ate him. <laughs> so he comes in, kills Bit Fortuna, and then takes over the... Uh, the criminal empire? Yeah, oh, but they had a name for it. Like the, 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 the daimyo, yeah, the daimyo was oh, the was role, the, one, the ruler, but like the the place, oh right, the, right, the palace, right. the right, the organization, or at least yeah. the the technical term of him ruling, yeah, like the, the cartel, the cartel, or something yeah. like that. So he took he takes over, and since after uh, Boba uh, Jabba the Hutt's death, there has been turmoil, right? The yeah. the warring family have yeah. been warring each other. So he comes <laughs> in and tries to instill a, an aura of. Peace and understanding, communication. Right. Rather than showing force. Yeah. Which is what he learned, which is what we learned that he learned during his flashbacks. You know, 40, <laughs> so long, so many fucking flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, I, I, I was fine with it until the third episode where well, it's like, another there's flashback? another flashback. Yeah. I was like, okay, you guys, you Stop know, you gotta tone it back with the flashback. <laughs> and then the fourth episode, like, okay, thankfully he was done. But look at who's you coming in. <laughs> but look then, at these characters. You remember them, right? Yeah. To save the show. <laughs> um, yeah. So I feel like it didn't. I it, even if not even knowing that Boba Fett was completely manufactured in my mind, it didn't live up to even the base mm. of what I what what I thought. Yeah. You know what I what I had hoped for because yeah. like you would imagine that once he comes back, he'd be pissed, and he would want to, you know, blood. Yeah, but no, he didn't want it like that. Yeah, which is like, mm, why? Okay, no, yeah, see, I, I, I see. I could see both camps, right? I see those camps where it is a manufactured one, where Boba Fett badass equals malicious killing. Yeah, right. So they just wipe everyone out and wipe the slate clean and all that stuff, which yeah. is all fair and good. So how it should have been. Yeah, right. And then, but that's the Mandalorian stuff. I feel like they're gonna lean into because that's what he is, right? The Mandalorian. Yeah, the Mandalorian is essentially a young Boba Fett. Because he is kind of doing what we think Boba Fett would do. See, but see, but mm-hmm. we at least we get still have the understanding that um, Mandalorian, the Mandalorian, is a bounty hunter. Yeah, which is yeah, Boba Fett was a bounty hunter. He was a bounty hunter, yeah. but he kind of chose the side to work with evil. Yeah. So that's why I feel like we have this imagination. And this is literally this imagination <laughs> of what imagination, yeah, of what Boba Fett is supposed to be. Yeah, there's the one side where you want the bad, you know, kick everyone in the face, bounty hunter, just killing everyone, and then there's the one where it's he's developed, where yeah. he's, he's learning from his mistakes. It probably not be that person. I almost died because of all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I could see both camps. And, and then the, it, the show, 
I feel like once it introduces the Mandalorian, Luke, mm-hmm. um, Grogu, oh, gosh. it kind of just relies on that. Now, yeah. From, from from then on out, right? Which kind of makes kind of gives the show a disservice for the character. Yeah. Which is like okay, I understand, but you you really have to set up, you know. Mandalorian yeah. season three in <laughs> Boba Fett season one. Mandalorian two point yeah. two point five. Yeah, Beta. from what I've seen, <laughs> Man- <laughs> from what I've seen, Book of Boba Fett is just a one off, and I guess that's what it kind of disappointing. Yeah, when what we're expecting of a character who appeared for five minutes. Yeah, like we're like expecting an in depth look into how he like taught and learned and stuff like that. No, they're just gonna use him as a springboard. As for other characters, I do I do like that they establish more of like the history of Mandalore, the Mandalore. Yeah, Lords Mandalore, Mandal- Mandalore, <laughs> the Mandalore. Yeah, okay. and how he uh, then was struggling using the dark saber. Yeah, again, but that's adjacent. Again, that's more <laughs> yeah, stuff. That yeah, that's Boba Fett yeah. adjacent stuff. Yeah, it's a uh, it's unfortunate. Um, on like one side, it's unfortunate. On the other side, like, what do you expect? Kind of that yeah, character. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, and the see, that's the thing. It's like I'm, I keep thinking about like Boba Fett. It should have <laughs> been something a little more interesting in a sense. Yeah. Of like showing him his ruthless side rather mm-hmm. than his compassion side. Yeah. But when did we see that in the movies? We didn't. <laughs> so, oh, see. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> see, it, it's it sucks because there is an image of Boba Fett. Like he was mm. when he came out, it was very impressionable, especially to the young folk. But now we have the character who is kind of like marrying us. Yeah. We're old. We don't really know what's going on. Maybe let's not like move too much, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harris, when we stand up. Yeah, it's Boba Fett. Of all things to be divided on, <laughs> it's Boba Fett. Or well, the direction of a character that's... See, but like, okay, yeah. so you look at Boba Fett. We mm-hmm. saw what we saw in um, Empire and then Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He, yeah, he didn't really see much. We didn't do anything and stuff like that. And it was all more visual than anything. Mm-hmm. But you kind of got the sense that he had a reputation. Mm-hmm. A reputation of being, you know, this insane badass. And yeah. then once he did, they, they did establish and they did, you know, what uh, uh, Patton Oswalt said in, in, in Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian gauntlet. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's exactly. Take you kind of feel like they would have leaned into the, the reputation. To his reputation, you mm-hmm. know, like because even even when he was trying to establish his his organization, he was walking around with this bravado. Yeah. Of like, hey, you know, I like, you don't know, you know who, who I am. Exactly. Right. Right. Because show it, show us who you are. Yeah. <laughs> see, is that would you want to see that as in in the show, like presently, or would you like a flashback of him when he was young? I want to see it present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like you remember Mandalorian season two is when when. Um, Grogu's in the temple, well, not the temple, like the the praying station. No, the like the rock. Yeah, the rock. Oh, right. And then and then he shows up and kicks ass. So uh-huh. like some, some more of that. Yeah. Mm. You know, not brokering deals and shit. <laughs> like, but you did see that at the end where he fought his. Yeah, uh, at the end. Yeah. Chasing, chasing down fucking little chef robots and shit like that that turned themselves off. Oh, I'm not even that. <laughs> he just committed suicide. Like, <laughs> or uh, no, with the uh, with Cade. Uh, what's Cade? No, the one with the hat. The Asian the chick. Blue. Yeah. No, no, not the Asian chick. The one with the blue, the one who shot the marshal. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bane. villain. Is it Bane? Cad Bane. Yeah, Cad yeah. Bane. Yeah. 
kind of saw that again a more a more visually interesting villain for him to have like combated combat so rather than just like a five minute standoff at the end so let me ask you what if they did do that at the beginning how would they make it so it's not repetitive of him just he so the first episode say boba fett uh he basically kills all the families and wipes out all his enemies yeah and how do you progress from there Without from him. the first episode, or right? Just for example, like okay. first episode, it's it's the most fan service episode, right? He's a, you see Boba Fett, and he's the Boba Fett you you remember or most fans remember. So how does that? How do you go from there without it being repetitive, where well, he's just you, kind of kneecapping everyone he finds? See, you could still keep the same storyline with mm-hmm. the, that they're trying to sell spice. Like what the fuck? Did we even establish what spice was? Uh, drugs, apparently. Uh, yeah, I yeah. See, again, drugs, that's something. But... I think that was something in the <laughs> spice. Spice, spice. Like but like, pre-cut? okay, so <laughs> like salt. Pepper. Doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> um, he was a uh, so okay. So first episode mm-hmm. he comes in, just fucks everybody up. Yeah. Or oh, was it, you but said then, you want to keep the yeah, same storyline. Yeah, but keep the same storyline. So, story when, line. so when at, he, yeah. at the at the beginning of season of episode two, or sometime during episode two, mm-hmm. you introduce the was it the Raiders or no? What the uh, fuck with the oh the the Nikto biker gang? No, the 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 fucking. The dudes who were selling spice. Uh oh, uh, the the syndicate. Was it the syndicate? Yeah, it was something syndicate. Their name in the syndicate. Yeah, uh, I forget their names. Yeah, it's the syndicate. So, so you still have them around the whole planet, uh-huh. you know, influencing and money buying protection and shit like that. Right. So then, when uh, Boba Fett returns to, um, fuck, was this was this the name of the city? Uh, Mos Espa. Yeah, Mos Espa. He returns to Mos Espa, cleans up. His, his little area and then uh-huh. he has to branch out right towards the planet you know like helping and then he you have the what was it freedomville or whatever the fuck <laughs> freedom, freedom town freedom town freedom yeah town. no bill sounds so much better <laughs> freedom town so you you have that like at, at the disposal for when when the syndicate starts expanding and you kind of already established that you know uh-huh. they showed up and he's like fuck you guys get out of here I don't want any of the spice shit running through my town. Right. So when it, it does get to the point where it's expanding, and then then you introduce um, help with that the happy no uh, smiley town no oh, uh, Freedomville. Freedomville. Yeah, Freedomville. I love the, all the names. The Freedom. names are so much <laughs> Freedomville. <laughs> so it's okay. still there, you know. Like obviously you hire writers and shit. Right. Like that I, to, I see to your flush po- out the story. Yeah, <laughs> smiley town. Smiley town. No. I. <laughs> Okay, so see, the, yeah, the first episode he wipes everyone, but then the little, the beef of it is him negotiating and kind of coming in conflict. You know, it doesn't have to be negotiation, right? Like, yeah, because it, it's to me, it's uh, I don't know, he's not a psychopath. I don't know. Why he did. To me, he was. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's where we divide. That's where we. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's so. <laughs> I. I love that's essentially that's what it, Boba Fett is. Yeah. On the one side. You have people who don't really know much about him, and like, oh, this is a this is basically year one for him. Yeah. And then you have the other ones who have that image of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and this is not year one. This is a continuation from a Return, where he died. It's a reboot. Yeah, it's a reboot. It's a, it's a re- <laughs> but we wanted a reboot, and but we got a remake. A remake. <laughs> Instead of stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Which is uh, m- my issues is more structure wise. And more of the like, each episode was like not consistent yeah. with each other. There was an episode, like you said, Mandalorian two point five, <laughs> and I don't, I still don't understand what is the book of Boba Fett. Is it just 
It's a recipe book. Is it, I thought it's is it just his address book at this point? Like, hey, look who I know. Here's oh, Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> the Mandalorian. Here's everyone I might talk to and stuff. Uh, let's see if they show like uh, a breakdown of how long each episode. Seven episodes, sixty-eight minutes. No, that's not which right. is as much as the Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker. On the other hand, <laughs> um, so where would you where would you lay what would you grade Boba Fett? Um, higher than yours, I'm sure. <laughs> Probably <laughs> uh, seven. A seven out yeah. of ten. Yeah. Seven out of ten. I mean, I, I love world building, right? I love talking about the stuff. I love giving, even talking about, even though he wasn't part of that episode, but talking about the Mandalorians and their lore, because I don't know much about them. Yeah. There was, a po- there was a point where Mandalorian was like the full focus of the whole episode, and my girlfriend was like, are we still watching? <laughs> if you close, close your up, eyes, yeah. it's like, is this <laughs> a second episode of Mandalorian? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I like talking about that. I like... Uh, uh, the repercussions after Attack of the Clones, like it flashes back to him from his perspective when his uh-huh. dad died. Like, and uh, did they show the bomb, the bombing of Mandalore? Right, that was that. Mm, I don't think so. They didn't. They had the, all the Thai bombers, and they, they all maybe they destroyed Mandalore. Yeah, I think they did show that during the Mandalorian episode. Probably, which I'm excited for Mandalorian season three now. Which is, I'm, I'm assuming that's what that episode was. Yeah, <laughs> we know that. Uh, since he took off his hel- his helmet, yeah, he's he's out of the the Kree. Yeah, yeah, he's no part. Of, he's no longer a Mandalorian. Which like, if he's no longer a Mandalorian, why didn't they strip him off from his armor? And yeah, he'll they'll try. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And we already saw he fucked up that one dude. I mean, he has literal plot armor. Like, That's literally <laughs> like him true. and Boba Fett. Literally, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't like that they took his spear. That's right, because they, like they broke it down. Right? They yeah, broke they they broke it down, yeah. and he's like. She the the armor armor the armor yeah was like you made you have a spear full of um, uh, an entire a spear made of a uh, beskar yeah so it pierces asking. it could pierce Bes- beskar armor so yeah. it's not safe to have this yeah it's like yeah but I have it so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <that's> <laughs> which is it's like here let me make a little chainmail jacket for Grogu it's a spoiler cast by the way yeah <laughs> spoiler <laughs> which why do you think Grogu chose the chainmail and why the fuck did Luke was like. Why was Luke was like you choose one or the other? Absolute, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's an only Sith. Only only Sith Lords deal in absolute. It's a he's trying to talk about attachment, right? You can't have that distraction when you're being a Jedi. I mean, he had it firsthand with his father. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's. I'm assuming he learned more about his father, and that's the that's what led to that. I guess. What do you think of the CGI from Mandalorian season two? Because the face. Yeah. You could tell that they they got notes. <laughs> and they took I mean they hired the they dude hired to fix the guy, exactly right they hired the guy who fixed it but it's still off you know when you're relying on completely CGI characters it's still off you can still yeah. tell that it's not yeah. like yeah you could have somebody there and then just CGI a face on them but that's still not it's still like there's still the un- uncanny valley that has mm. to Cause I, yeah I, I was like wow this is incredible were you? yeah Right. I mean, you don't mind with CGI. It's like, oh, it's so cool. Unless it's like his like face. It's magic. Oh my god! <laughs> like, how are they doing it? <laughs> how are you keeping these people on the screen? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> isn't he like so much older? That was impossible. <laughs> like they even had moments where he's We're acting back in time. <laughs> but don't you think like because um, he has a, a best car chain link uh, bodysuit? I guess you you would say because that's small. It has to be right. Yeah, but he's gonna grow out of it. Yeah, but at least he has, like, it's an initial level of protection. But he's going to grow out of it. 
You see Yoda? Yeah, but compared like, to him, Yoda is like an inch taller than him, and Yoda was like a hundred years old. <laughs> That's true. All right, they do age considerably yeah, different. Slow. So well, at how some long? point, he's gonna be wearing it as a sock. Then, <laughs> then it's better than anything. Well, he could he could wear it as a glove, so make sure his hand doesn't get cut off. Oh, that's true. Because so, you know that family has a history of things getting cut off. <laughs> be cool. <laughs> just have a super cut of everyone's limbs getting yeah. chopped. The only one who didn't get something cut off was Leia, right? Yeah, she just got life cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Rest R. in R. peace. R. But yeah, you should, yeah, she didn't get it. Yeah, I would, I would give it like a six. Yeah. I can see that. It was a six. You know, it wasn't wasn't what I was expecting, mm-hmm. but I, I obviously knew and know and understand that what I was expecting wasn't gonna, uh, what they were going to deliver. Which is most, which is, that's really more than what most people already did. Because yeah. them, it's like the second coming of the trilogy. Oh, of the, the, of the, um, the sequel trilogy. The you know, sequel it's like trilogy. so bad. Like, oh, they're, they're messing up the canon and all that stuff. Those yeah. people are stupid. <laughs> You're hurting I'll say it here. I'll die. I'll die <laughs> I'm down this hell. Motherfuckers. No, Just flicking. I'm like, ah. Oh. All right. Peacemaker. Peacemaker. On the flip side. On the flip side. On the different studio, different network, different streaming. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't see, Ernie is, is making his... Uh... Oh, I love that you have it. I need to change my ringtone to that. The, the, the theme song? Yeah, I would love song. to have... But... Uh, copyright... Was that 30 seconds? That was 12. So, oh, we're, we're we're good. Good. We're good. so Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker first introduced to us in the Suicide Squad movie that yeah, came out last the year. Only Suicide Squad. The only, <laughs> the only one in the my follow book. up to Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, directed by James Gunn. And this TV show as well, right? Directed yeah. or uh, uh, produced? Uh, directed some episodes. Some episodes. Yeah, some episodes I have. The finale for sure. <laughs> I feel like everything with a song is directed. So every fucking episode oh, of this... The, one, the episode where the so- songs are overplayed. <laughs> right? It's like, let's put more music in it. TV series, let's see. It ran okay. for about seven episodes? Seven. Seven episodes, yeah. Yeah, we got eight episodes, actually. Oh, eight episodes. Oh, wow. It's, I love it. It's cow. Yeah. It's, it's cow. <laughs> so what what'd you think? I love it. It was awesome. I, I, abs- I, 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 it was so amazing. I absolutely love it. At first, I'm like, oh my gosh, how are they going to make a show about a dude who killed Rick Flagg? Because I love Rick Flagg, at least the actor. Yeah, uh, uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, I, I just love him. He was in Altered Carbon, and I, I loved him in Altered Carbon. And then they proved me wrong. They proved me wrong? They proved me wrong from always, because he's very, he's, he's very meta, a peacemaker. Actor, he dir- James Gunn directed five out of eight episodes. Mm, yeah. So one, that two, three. Uh, one, two, three, three in the beginning, the beginning season, mid-season, and then, and then the finale, finale yeah. and then one or two. No, it was three oh. right off the bat. Oh. So one, two, three, and oh. then four or five directed by other people. Six directed by James Gunn. Yeah. Seven by and somebody then, else. Seven, and then eight, eight by James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, wow. Yeah, I'm right there with you. This this show was like, first of all, the, the big hurdle from the right off the bat, John Cena. Yeah. And, and like, I'm still at... Like coming to grip with John Cena because like, <laughs> I've you as as a lot of people in the world know John Cena as a wrestler. Yeah. You like him or hate him. I wasn't really never a big fan, but he kind of felt he kind of come off as of like pretentious. Yeah. And then the the few mm. acting gigs he's done outside of WWE, again you know pretentious but lovable. Yeah. And then he gets bestowed upon like, this character that honestly nobody knows anything about. Yeah. 
Unless you're like that one Peacemaker fan who like, <laughs> loves, loves the character. They follow it since day one in the 80s or... Exactly. Right, right, yeah. But you kind of felt the parallels of what Marvel and DC, because like on DC side, they have uh, Batista, mm-hmm. Drax the Destroyer. No, Marvel side, right? Yeah, Marvel. Right, yeah, right, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, Marvel. Did I say DC? Yeah. Probably, yeah, I mean, I'm fucked up. <laughs> DC, Marvel. Marvel has Drax the Destroyer played right. by Batista, and right. then on, on the DC side they have Peacemaker played by John Cena. And, and the then, Rock. And then, and yeah, but the, the Rock has been yeah. the Rock has been so so far off, disconnected from the WWE that oh, he's kind probably of not. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. But yeah, I'm sure yeah. he does have like fond memories of it, goes back to once in a while. But at this point, I feel like the Rock has been much more of an actor than he has been a wrestler. Yeah. Fair. So you you have this 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 character in Peacemaker and this actor. In John Cena, having to to be the main you know guy of this whole series, yeah, and you're like, holy shit, they fucking pulled it off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love that he's uh, they don't lean like unlike The Rock's career early career, they uh-huh. really lean on that you know hard man, um, take no crap from anyone, right? Yeah, and then uh, with John Cena, they they went with the opposite. Where he's kind of sympathetic. He's kind of that, of course, right? But there's there's inklings of sympathy of it. Yeah. Like the first episode, he's hugging... Eagly's hugging him. Eagly. And it's a spoiler cast. By the way, we're going to spoil the whole show. But yeah, he's hugging him. He's like, here, take a picture. And it's like, where would you see The Rock in that position? Or even Drax? Other yeah. than that. Oh, babe, Dave Bautista. You don't. You know, like Drax's character is all uh, bent on revenge. Yeah. Muscle dude bent yeah, on revenge. Yeah, muscle dude bent on revenge. And uh, this one, they kind of, like, already off the bat, try to make it much more complex. Yeah. Like, added layers. And then as the show progresses, you realize that, yeah, this dude had a pretty fucked up childhood. You know, yeah. his dad's a super wise supremacist. Yeah, yeah. And they don't lean, they don't shy away from it. No. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, and I mean, then he... it's established that he killed his brother. Yeah. Like, um, you know, drunken white trash trailer park. They had, as, as like, a Friday night sport sports games or something yeah they brothers just, yeah they had them um, he, he had his two sons beat each other up and i guess you know one false hit fucked up the brother fell on hit yeah. his head died yeah. yeah and he had that resentment and um pain to deal with and then his father just being a complete asshole to him yeah kind of just leaned into it yeah and made it worse yeah which kind of felt weird you know once raw um Augie Smith, uh, played by Robert Patrick, which was interesting. Yeah. Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, once he did don his white dragon suit, I was like, wait, what? What's going on? Like, this looks it's so very, weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it's very, it's very DC. Yeah. Because it, it's the hero where it's, uh, there's always these characters that have that feeling of an ideology. Mm-hmm. Right, and then White Dragon being, I guess, white supremacy and Nazis. <laughs> just that character. Is that an actual character, though? I have no idea. Is a legacy name used by supervillains tradition associated with white supremacy? Oh, okay, yes. So well, I'll have I, the suit. Yeah, okay. I kind of feel like it's an amalgam of a bunch right, of Right, it's, it's like... Uh, Daniel like Cannon, an enemy of Hawkman, and was original dragon, a neo-Nazi in a powerful suit of armor. Which focuses firepower. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, yeah. Fire lasers. <laughs> All right, so yeah, um, yeah, that was an, an interesting like first one you see the stat when you see his his suit in the 
multi-dimensional fucking room that he has or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like that they, they also established that the uh, Peacemaker's helmet has powers. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the, and there's one that gave what, crabs to everyone. No, scabies. Scabies. Which <laughs> Every man should have scabies. Every man just have Yeah, uh, I, see, now you brought it up. I did like that they didn't handhold you. Yeah, I mean, especially when the interdimensional room, it just it's just there, just to kind of accept that that's a thing and then move on with it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to explain the intricacies of how this works. <sighs> the neighbor, like I thought, Batman had a had a coterie of villains. Where are your villains? Like, they're six feet under. It's it's James Gunn's loving touch yeah. throughout this whole show. Like that ban that bantering back and forth is is just typical James Gunn stuff. Yeah, that whole and it's not just bantering, but it's like they're constantly shitting on each other, <laughs> yeah. which is hilarious. Like it's it's stuff like where it is a specific kind of comedy, yeah. but it's a it's a specific kind of comedy where people bond over. Yeah, because like I don't I don't know about you, but like some of your best friends, you could talk shit to them, and then they'll talk shit back to you, and it's like if nothing ever happened. Yeah. You know? So establishing that that dynamic between these characters, for for those of us who grew up with with such you know volatile I guess you could call it <laughs> friendships and stuff like that where we just start shitting on each other it's yeah. kind of like, oh it's homey for us yeah yeah because so, it, it removes those boundaries and Game's yeah. Gun starts off this show as someone uh, everyone hates him. Uh, and everyone thinks this is a crap job. Everyone, you know, this is, <laughs> Amanda Waller's messing with us. Yeah. Right, you know. And, but a superhero. <laughs> right? Like, you wore oh, your suit? Maker. I never like, heard of you. <laughs> like, who wears their suit? <laughs> like, and they're just, like, sitting there for five minutes. Like, like you name your, your pet Eagly? You yeah. name your dog Doggy? Or something? <laughs> they're just sitting there. And then that that is, like, it breaks the ice mm-hmm. and allows for more development. So even... Even though the development is very minuscule, it's kind of, you know, it's expected. Yeah. It's natural. It doesn't feel like it's forced. Yeah. It's the, right? the, the dynamics between each character, even though they're, like I said, they're all just constantly shitting on each other. Yeah. It feels like natural. And, and you yeah. can tell that there's, there's going to be, you know, friendships in the making and that type of yeah. shit, which, which, you know, you don't really necessarily need. Mm-hmm. But the way they do it, it's it's a lot more natural. In a yeah, sense. yeah, exactly. Because I mean, you have eight episodes to establish all these characters. You're not going to have those moments where there's, hey, this is a uh, an episode for this one chick, uh-huh. or an episode for this one chick. There's kind of sprinklings in, in all of it, <laughs> yeah. right? Or like hardcore. This is her origin story. Like, no, she just hates him. Yeah. And as the show progresses, she, it, still, she, hates she still hates him, but less. less <laughs> we got Adebayo. Yeah. Who's uh, Amanda Waller's his daughter. Daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't did, know. Did you feel like there was like where'd you feel about Adebayo? Adebayo? Yeah. Uh are you talking about because she's a lesbian? No. No. Or just no, her just, that, a, that just character. Just character herself. Yeah. I like I, I I Was there any character that stood out as either good, like good or just didn't fit? Just didn't fit. No. No. No, no I, I, I together. As much as that sounds bad, mm-hmm. um, because there has to be something wrong with it. Yeah. But no, no, I feel like all of them kind of... Maybe uh, Jonathan, I forgot his name, the John. big dude with the, the dye beard. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Steve Agee? Well, I like his last name. <laughs> what is John it? Economist? Economist, right? <laughs> Economist. Economist's character is more... He's like, he, they didn't really know what to do with him. Kind of. There. He's there. He's supposed to be comic. Yeah, but comic not, relief. But not really. And then at the end, then you kind of get his, his, his arc. 
like oh his beard is dyed because he had no friends and all that. <laughs> kind of like it kind of in in it, it finishes his arc at I the mean, end yeah yeah and then I'm, judo master i don't Ju- yeah judo master was kind of it was funny to see him in the fight eating, scenes eating but just, yeah just <laughs> randomly just he was just peppered randomly throughout the yeah throughout the show which is fine because it seems like this is a show that doesn't have that overarching yeah, villain or i like when he's tied up and then steve uh john economist walks up he's like oh fuck <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of he's like that character that's us. Yeah, are we all John Connors? We're just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Probably. <laughs> he runs out. He hits that dude, and then he hits him in the head with a like what a crowbar. And like, yeah, I got you. And he's like, oh my god, are you serious? And he hits him. Like, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like again, every every character was um, it was you know portrayed nicely. It, they all got the, the sufficient amount of screen time, you know, over the eight episodes to where they're having a ruckus upstairs. And <laughs> they, where it does, you know, give give each character its due. Yeah. You know, um, I loved uh, fucking, fuck, what's his name? Shit, I, I was just about to say how much I love this character, but uh, I can't remember his car- name. Hardcore? No. Uh, uh, oh, the Vigilante. Other... Vigilante. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I was I was on the fence at first. I was like, oh, what's this Deadpool ripoff? Yeah. But he, he's scarier than Deadpool. Yeah, because like, uh, like to, a... to some extent, Deadpool has compassion. Well, not just that, but there's there's a, uh, a mental train yeah. right? that you can get on. <laughs> it, it may be wobbly. It may like stop at some point but there's a mental train when it yeah. comes to Deadpool for him it's like oh like when they're gonna kill the kids yeah. uh, can you scoot over for a second and then he's like humming and like oh and he kills like a mama bear down he's like killing yeah. all these kids like out of nowhere or after like he I think it was at the beginning of, or towards the end of the second episode where they're, they had a threesome yeah it was John Cena Peacemaker yeah, um, I think the wife of the a, wife of the, <laughs> one of the dudes and then he's like if this was like four years ago, I totally would have killed you guys. Yeah, <laughs> they were over, doing, oh, they were smoking weed over weed. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy—he's like—he's he's very psychotic, and there's a very yeah. psychosis in it. But they just lean into yeah, it. how fucking stupid and goofy he is. Yeah, yeah, there is like that that he has the way he sees things is very black and white. Yeah, there, it, there's no gray. He's like a—I wouldn't say he's like a Zodiac killer, but when you look it's at more Rorschach. Than yeah, Rorschach. he's there, exactly. <laughs> He's like, can I kill you with the chainsaw? Like, I never get to kill anyone with the chainsaw. I've always wanted to kill somebody with the like, chainsaw. Like, who said? Like, I want to kill And then someone. he gets pissed because it looks like he thought the other guy was stealing his shtick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the 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 dynamic between both John Cena, uh, Peacemaker, and, and um, Vigilante. Because at the beginning, it kind of felt like it was like a Batmite. They even said it, Batmite. Yeah. It's like, wait, is that real? It's like, yeah, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> and they start listing it off like, yeah, so interdimensional, interdimensional creature. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of feel like it was gonna be like that relationship where it was like Peacemaker was like, ah, fuck them. But then they they embraced each other as really their only friends. Yeah, or really his only friend. Yeah, and um, it kind of it kind of feels you kind of felt fucked up when they do like betray him. Mm-hmm. Adebayo. Yeah. Towards the end, he's all salty, and he's just like, he just doing part <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, I see. I, I thought that was gonna be again. It's something that you would have to have the the traditional narrative conventions. Because uh-huh. at some point, you see the diary, and you're like, oh, it's gonna be something that will be probably addressed in the second episode. Like, no, nah, it's towards the end. 
where it's not really much of a plot point or towards the be- the middle of it, right? Mm-hmm. They, they find his diary and then they try to hunt him down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It doesn't focus on the traditional structure. It's more of introducing these characters and trying to, trying to flush them out as much as possible. Yeah, and I like that even, like, tertiary characters got their due. Like the, the janitor from the, the hospital. Oh, right. <laughs> like, right, show he, and tell. Yeah, show, <laughs> show and tell. And tell. Right, I'm going to need you a favor. And he brings up the show and tell, right? Yeah, it's very interconnected. <laughs> yeah. He's all like, wait, that was a one-time thing, man. I'm not going to get you weed again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was very funny. Even, even the, the couple that... Um, that he quote unquote kidnaps when he blows up the yeah the the butterfly yeah which again well, like what's up with the butterflies like they don't really establish like what's the the does, whole does it need to <laughs> well I mean like if you're Outside. dipping in if yeah. you're dipping into like the more obscure uh, DC villains mm-hmm. like why not you know give us a little backstory of like how they got to Earth at least yeah all, all we get really is that the Earth was dying or the planet was dying their and, planet was dying and then they yeah. just they kind of they, uh, yeah, super manned it. Basically, right? They super manned it over here, and that's about it, really. Yeah. I mean, if any if any critique could be made, it's uh, they don't. It's very they touch on a lot of things, including their character. They don't really yeah. delve into it, and when they do delve into it, it's kind of it's very uh, a cliche. Season two. Or season two. Season. Oh, season yeah, season, yeah, two. season two. But it's very like just you know she's a hard like hardcore. Yeah. She's from the CIA. You kind of get former CIA assassin. Yeah, kind of over movie. other movies you watch, you kind of get the gist of what she's going. Yeah, which again, in in her character, she was more of like the analytical person. Like, mm-hmm. well, they were all right. They were all really just. They're like all analytics. Yeah, <laughs> analytics. Um, analytics. You know, anal- analysts. 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 Yeah, they're all. And I didn't know some of them had formal training. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, what's that dude? John. Clemson. The, the 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 dude who was the uh, the butterfly. Oh, the on their Amanda team. Waller's uh, like go to. Yeah, his yeah. go to. Yeah, right. I kind of want to feel like more of a backstory on him because they kind of they kind of establish that he's like done some really terrible shit. Yeah, like his his body's done stuff again. Mm-hmm. It's it, see it the the show is less on wanting to explain it to you, which I like, and it's more of a just tossing narratives to you. But I would have liked more backstory. Yeah, or at least delving into it. <laughs> fucking so stupid it's Ely he's gonna take the helmet and drop it and he just flies like, in somewhere over, the, like, somewhere over the, the middle of the, the forest <laughs> and, and then the majority of the plot looking for the dang helmet while they flush out more of their characters <laughs> what killed me was uh, when uh, Abadeo Abadeo Abadayo. Uh, Abadayo. Yeah. Abadayo is, a, Abadayo, yeah. uh, is showing like the PowerPoint on her iPad, and then her wife sends like a naughty pic. Uh, yeah, it's a, 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 a pussy pic. And, and it's like, what the? <laughs> and they all just start like, what was that? Like, and she starts apologizing like out of nowhere. Like, rock slide. Yeah. And then and it's then never too. It's never um. It's never a bad time to rock. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls him B, right? And remember yeah. he didn't like B J. I know that makes sounds weird. And, yeah, they're calling each other. That yeah, in the message, right? He leaves mm-hmm. a message on his thing. Yeah, it's it, it was all, but then again, you know, you have a, a villain that isn't really a villain in the butterflies. Uh, no, not really. It feels like they're fighting like a force of nature kind of thing, yeah, especially when you, they explain when the butterflies first appear and that they're all over the dang planet, right? All yeah. of a sudden, I was scary, and it's like, oh, they need 
a contingency or something. Like, nope, they're still arguing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. it's uh, Juno Master was supposed to be that pushback, but, you know. What do you feel about that, then? There's no villain. Is the traditional film. It's, it's just like, see, like, like, um, the Riddler in the Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has some ulterior motives, and yeah, you could make the argument that this dude is, you know, sick in the mind and stuff like that. But he's still a villain. Still like that classical, he feels that, villain's in that classical villain role. You know, there really isn't an alternative motive to what he's doing other than, you know, destruction. See, I didn't even see him as a main villain either. What would you think? In the Mandalorian, I, I feel like he's, he, well, not Mandalorian. Yeah. I feel like he is a he's a product of Gotham, you know. Yeah. But when villain, I mean in like the, the traditional sense, like me versus you. Yeah. But for him, he disappears, you know, until at the end where you bring the rat to the light. With, yeah. Uh, and then he comes back, and then oh, he's another bad guy you need to contend with. But something that's like, uh, that's like, uh, say like No Way Home or something. Just uh-huh. a recent example. It's obvious Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Right, and it's an obvious villain. Right, he's literally the opposite of who he stands in the opposite. He wants to stay, Parker wants to send everyone back. Yeah. So how about in Peacemaker? What's the opposite of Peacemaker? There isn't. Well, the well, yeah, I guess you could make the argument with uh, White Dragon. White Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And then, but he's he's like killed. Yeah, he gets killed within the <laughs> like the mid season five minutes. Yeah, right. Second to last to see an episode yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that one is kind of he gets his development. Yeah, so as I'm saying, like there really isn't even in uh, the Suicide Squad. Mm. You know, you look at Starro, and yeah, he's the villain for the movie, but overall, you know, he, he says at the end, "I was happy just floating right. around in space." Like, but he he didn't show up until the end either. It wasn't like an overarching bad guy that would push them back. Like even the government, right? Even well, the, no, no, I'm not saying like right. in, in the in the the villain that he has to be in the whole movie. Like mm-hmm. even even the the Riddler. Like, he's the main villain, and he's the one who's antagonizing. Like, right. he's killing these people. He's laying the, the riddles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he's the the main antagonist. And even in, in, in like, now, you know, in, like, uh, Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, they have they, they have this, this entity mm-hmm. that they have to defeat, but the motives aren't necessarily villainous. Right. See, even with that James Gunn one, because, say, for example, Suicide Squad, right? It's obviously his chantress. Mm-hmm. Right? But for this one, the villain doesn't manifest until towards the end. Yeah. Right? Or it's not even, it's not too big of a driving force either. It's more of the characters themselves are their, their own villain. Yeah. Because, see, he, both James Gunn's, like, especially with Star Wars, he wasn't the overarching bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what's the force that was holding the Suicide Squad back? Which is essentially, like, I think themselves. Well, the guns and the the bomb in their necks. Right. Amanda Waller. Right. Amanda Waller. <laughs> yeah. Amanda, see, but she had nothing to do with really the plot much much. Of it. She's the one who sent them on the mission. Yeah, and then that's it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. See, especially when it comes to James Gunn's properties, right? I mean, if you think about Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy Two, it was the father, right? Mm-hmm. That was the overarching, and she he was peppered in throughout. And then Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the first one was Ronin. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's kind of more clear like cut. Said, yeah, those are yeah. a lot more clear cut. Like so when is, is James Gunn in his natural habitat, when there's no clear cut villains, where he's allowed to just kind of play around with the characters and having those, even that makes any sense. You know um, what I mean? Because yeah. like Marvel is more structured, right? Well, I feel like in Marvel, to, well, mm-hmm. to some extent, their villains have a more defined role. Right. 
of like good versus evil. Right. Even though Thanos kind of you know Thanos was <laughs> But yeah. you have like um uh like the kingpin in uh Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Okay. Uh huh. Where he has like he was the one right. His ends justify his means. Yeah. So we don't have that in a uh, in in like Peacemaker or even Suicide Squad. Wait, or... Even majority of the short form shows. I mean, I think like Mandalorian. Uh, Mandalorian season two. We had uh, uh, yeah, Goff, Moff Gideon, Gideon, right? But like at the beginning, the end, right? But in Bob, Book of Boba Fett, there no, wasn't there really was over or even Hawkeye. There wasn't even an overarching villain. No, it was more of that they try to develop these characters, and there just so happened to be this opposing force. Yeah, and same with Peacemaker. There happened to be multiple opposing forces, but there wasn't that wasn't holding them back. It was their what individuality <laughs> that was holding themselves back they would argue and bicker and stuff like that yeah so i'm curious to see if that's because of the medium the short form or is it that james see, Gunn's style? how is it the, the medium if you have right. more well, more time to flesh out the characters well that's why you so just focus you have on more, the actual have characters more, rather than their motives you know, you have more of time it seems like the shows focus more on the characters which is good but they don't really they don't care about the overarching structure of the bad guys and the good guys versus you know it's yeah. it's kind of like it's 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 a good thing because it's it's coming with the medium I feel because it's so short form and you don't have enough time to tell this overarching uh, serial which usually takes what twenty four episodes twelve episodes to fully flesh out and like in a traditional one hour TV show but here you're allowed to the room to experiment and not do that so because it is short like relatively short form mm-hmm. you have more time to focus on character development rather than story arc yeah. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you I mean because like, I, I, it's not just James Gunn style, but it does pepper. I mean, Matt the the Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no arver arcing bad guy because they're more interested in developing who the Batman is. Felicia, oh, Felicia, <laughs> Selena Kyle, <laughs> Selena Kyle's backstory. Wow, what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The Penguins, you know what I mean? The Penguin story, Jim story. They're more occupied with that rather than telling a traditional Marvel esque or at least narrative esque. Good versus evil, because is is Riddler really evil? Yeah, or in the sense, but he's taking out people who are corrupt in the in that's the, true. The Gotham, right? And same with uh, uh, Falcone would be essentially the evil, the big evil in it. But he's more of a a uh, a stepping stone. A, well, stepping stone, but he's more of a product of that corruption that Riddler is trying to well, step is it, out. Is he a product or is he taking advantage? I think because, a, like you said, mm-hmm. like. The, those those villains those characters were already there mm-hmm. and then they just used the was it the build back better or whatever oh uh, uh, re- not recall <laughs> <laughs> uh, not re- remake re something the remake the re- Gotham right re- foundation right yeah renewal the renewal, renewal right yeah, yeah. so they used that after Thomas was going passing and they used the renewal foundation just to siphon in more uh, more money into the organizations mm-hmm. so it's like those characters were already there yeah See, that's a good question. And but my thing is, is did Falcon start off as a bad guy when he was born? Well, you got it. Well, no, see, Hitler start off as no, a bad no, guy. No, exactly. When he was born? The the environment influenced the character who he is, right? Yeah. So Gotham is innately like criminal oriented. Okay. So you could say Falcon is a, a a product of that, and then he he not he he's like. <laughs> So Gotham is the ooze, right? Crawling out, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, look at a, like Lex Luthor and Metropolis, uh-huh. right? Lex Luthor just kind of mirrors Metropolis in a degree. And that then, facade a facade of, 
of like the superiority, right? But, but you, really, deep down, it's terrible. Okay, yeah. yeah. Same with Gotham. So same with uh, so it's a facade. Of so well, you see, uh, you see terrible Tom. ugliness, but deep down they're good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see Thomas, uh-huh. and he's trying to make something good, right? And then you see Falcone, who's essentially he leans into what kind of person he is and takes advantage of that. Yeah. Sort of. All right. Yeah. So what would you leave Peacemaker? Because I gotta wrap this up. Oh, uh, nine. Nine. Yeah, yeah I'm right nine, there. Nine. Nine point five. Nine point. Yeah, yeah. ten basically. <laughs> how how would you improve it? Uh. Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fucking the 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 cam the Justice the, League the cameo. Justice League the, cameo. Uh, <laughs> <Lake tickets. laughs> How would I improve it? Uh, other than I don't like the short form stuff. Rick Again, Rick, no, not for flag. What? More dancing? No. Yes. More music videos? Yes. Yes. If they have the entrance at the end when they dance. Uh, <laughs> when they dance at the end. Where it, it does just kind of touch hands on a uh-huh. lot of like deeper waters. Yeah. Right? They touch on Abadeo's backstory and then his, but they focus more on Peacemaker's backstory. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have liked to learn more about, about everyone else. Um, Vigilante. Vigilante. Yeah. I would have How learned, did he become a psychopath? Why did he like Peacemaker in the first place? Yeah. He kind of is like, he's my fan. We're like, why? Yeah. He, at the, in the first episode when they're at the diner, he's like, hey. He's <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah. Because he said he's his cousin, right? He's yeah. His friends. Oh, his cousin got got him the job or some his shit. His cousin, yeah. yeah. But he like that's his connection to that guy, to yeah. vigilante. So I want, I kind of want to see that. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. I, I'm like, <laughs> gotta pack it up, <laughs> wrap it up. Thanks for listening to this episode, this week's episode of Pop Salsa. I've been your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Oh, goodbye. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on Substack and Twitter. Links are in the description. You can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.